0: Hello, everybody. How's it going? And welcome back to the Horsey and Fox podcast. We're here with episode 17. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined with George, like the other podcasts.
1: Yeah. The other mm-hmm. ones in the Four Pillars Network, like the Pastcast, Like that one that we did. That was our favorite part. I remember when we talked about Shrek? That was good fun. It's a good time. Yeah, um, that was great. Um, I have. It's the spooky episode today. It is. Ooh. Ooh. There's ghosts, for... <laughs> There's ghosts in my room. There's ghosts. They're looking at me.
0: Yeah, I mean, for anybody listening on through audio uh, services, they're not gonna know if that's true or not. You're not so... gonna see
1: the real ghost sightings caught on
0: camera. <laughs> exactly. If we if we still had Josh editing, he could edit like some ghosts in the oh, background. But sadly, good. I edit now, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, uh. fuck that. For this podcast, no, it's not worth I don't get it. paid enough to do that. Fuck you know. But this is this is the Halloween episode. This is the spooky episode. Yeah. Um, I do have a bone to pick with every listener of the show, which is that nobody left a fucking comment yeah, last episode. So fuck. Literally every single person who listens. to We the know show. now
1: that we can only trust Patreon members. All right. Exactly. We Can't can only trust, trust people fucking... on Patreon. Although apparently. to be fair, when we did that, we asked people to leave weird dreams before, and we got fucking loads. But as soon as we asked for spooky stories, radio silence.
0: <laughs> well, maybe that is the, That's the horror story. Our listeners in of itself. have
1: no life experiences apart from dreams to talk about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it could be. It could, it They've could not be, done they... anything. <laughs> well this is this is the thing right this might be I mean it's very on theme for the episode is maybe the, the, the real story is we every time we've asked for topics we've gotten them until we asked for Halloween related ones and then they, we didn't get anything it's because they, they all died <laughs> oh, every, they all died 15 years ago <laughs> yeah. and they're, they're all they don't want to t- do horror stories because it's a bit of a sore topic for them Yeah, right? because they're all ghosts They're all exactly
1: and ghosts um, don't want to talk about that that's no. scary because that's and ghosts know. don't like being scary scary I mean, Wait, if, what? <laughs>
0: if there's one thing we know about ghosts it's that they just hate being scary they fucking hate um, it they just want to be accepted like the rest of us i mean it's a stereotype really it's a racial stereotype it is the Ghost. ghosts have to be scary yeah when sometimes they just want a
1: starbucks yeah sometimes um, they just want a pumpkin spiced latte <laughs> in their spectral that's, hand that's
0: a... That's a good one, because that's also like a... It is a Halloween, but well, it's a type. fall thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Never have it's one before. A... No, me neither. I haven't either. I wonder what... It... I bet it doesn't taste very nice. Yeah, pumpkin I- I spice. I've never eaten a pumpkin before. <coughs> no. I carved a pumpkin the other night, actually.
1: Really? Yeah, me and my girlfriend went to a, a pumpkin patch.
0: That's so cool. Um,
1: And we picked a pumpkin out, and then we both carved them.
0: I haven't carved a that's... pumpkin in years. No, I don't think I have either. I think the last time would have been... When we did it as kids. Yeah, whenever the fuck that was. Like yeah, 10, fucking... 11 years ago. Yeah, probably more than that. I can't imagine I was carving a pumpkin when I was 16. So it can't have been 10 years ago. It must have been like fifteen. longer ago. That's... That's horrible. <coughs> um, that's fucked that's... up. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> that's the real... That's the real horror. That is the real yeah, that's... frightening <laughs> moment. <laughs> realizing that i'm getting older and 10 years ago was when i was like a functioning human being yeah. and i can remember it um <laughs> but yeah uh, i was there was something i was going to say and i completely forgot that's okay that happens say. to
1: the best of us it happens yeah. to the best of us i've got my dark lighting on right now it's meant that's to great. look like a candle light
0: Probably looks better if I turn this Oh God, no it doesn't. It looks really bad. I would like to turn my lights down, but if I do you can't see me. Hang on, let me try. Let me give this a go. Mine are down pretty dim. My face is still lit up and stuff. I've got an orange light behind me. Oh, that is quite actually that kinda works. That looks fine actually. I thought that would look really bad. But it just looks it looks more ambient than anything actually. Mm. I thought it would be a bit more scary. What if I turn the lights above me up to big bright orange? Do you have a light below you? Um I have a torch somewhere? I have a light below me. I mean I could I could turn these lights up, but that looks a bit weird actually. Well which light is that? I don't know where my fucking torch has gone.
1: Is it in my camping bag?
0: Well, I mean you have a torch on your phone, you could just use that.
1: Oh yeah. Nah, but it's better when it's a real torch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, true. That is true. There it is. Oh my god. I like those torches that Dad used to have. Which ones? The ones that used to flash? I don't know. They were really fucking bright, though. Um, gotta love a good bright they were torch. Very cool. I've they got this great. cool you could point torch. You outside, and it was good.
1: The, the people you watch on YouTube will be able to see. You can like, <clears> you can make it a really narrow light, or like a really wide one, and it's cool. Oh, that's quite cool. That is quite cool.
0: I feel like that's something that is quite um. I don't know. There's a novelty to like torches, yeah. That have like very specific like abilities. <laughs> They've got skills <laughs> that you could do with them. Like, there's something about a torch. There's something about a torch. Mm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's I because torches. I just never owned one myself. I don't know. I have a headlamp as well, um, and it's got like a red light
1: on it. That's pretty cool. Because like, if you're like somewhere you're not meant to be,
0: red light is harder to spot. So you use red light. Interesting. That is interesting. What do you often go spelunking in in caves? I mean,
1: we went wild camping in um, in Lake District, and we weren't meant to be where we were camping. But it's also like, you know, it's. It was fine. Like I did not have got, to use thing my, what my. If mind. you got eaten by a bear, the bears that are
0: in England still. Yeah, the classic <laughs> English bears. Couldn't we murdered all of them? What's What's the most dangerous animal that you can find in the wild in, in the UK? Badger, probably. I don't know. Probably do you, a badger. Is that? Do you really think? Do you think so? I would not want to run
1: into a big badger in the woods. Oh, wow.
0: Let me have a look. What is the most we don't have any dangerous? Wolves animal really
1: no we killed them all we killed all our wolves and all our bears we don't have lynxes anymore they, they want to reintroduce lynxes though
0: we've got okay so it's not really like big dangerous animals that we've got in the uk the most dangerous is like an asian hornet watch which... we have asian hornets apparently so what are you doing over here um but sadly it's not the pictures aren't loading on this website so I can't even see what it looks like. It just says image. What's the most dangerous um,
1: mammal? Wow. The UK's deadliest animal is a cow.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean I wouldn't like if a cow came to charge at you. You would be dead.
1: True, I mean I wouldn't be happy with a cow getting mad at me, but it's not very cool, it is nose
0: it? Or something. Yeah, I mean if you die by cow and then I mean you wouldn't be telling the story, you'd be dead, but True, you would be dead. If unless
1: you were a ghost.
0: Unless you, unless you were a listener of this podcast, in which case <laughs> then you're a ghost. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe you were killed by a cow. <laughs> and you've got like we a have... horn in your ass. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's p- perpetually well. Like that's like what you get with the ghosts. You know, and usually like comic comical ghosts are like the way yeah. they died is like how they're preserved as a ghost. You're in the last state that you. That's the rule of ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who I do. made. I the like rules. that. That's quite good that. It's like did you get killed by like I dunno like a I mean, fist what? up I mean, the yeah. arse. Yeah. <laughs> like, what what did you get killed by like a really poisonous spider? What does your ghost look like then? Just you but like fucked like, up. The, yeah, fucked up like frothing at the mouth. What oh, fucking mate? hell, Hudson's going mental right now, the little prick. <laughs> Ruining the fucking atmosphere. He's, he's he's spotted a Horsey and fox listener out of the way. <laughs> Oh god. Oh my god. Apparently we have we have snakes, poisonous snakes. In the UK, here. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adders. Yeah, we do. Um, they're
1: so rare. So mm, rare. That's crazy. They they do exist.
0: There's estimated to be less than a hundred incidents recorded on average per year. Hundred um, what, sorry? Less than a hundred incidents mm. recorded per year. Yeah. Um, they
1: they're pretty freaky looking adders to be fair. Got like red eyes. I wouldn't want to get, I wouldn't want to come across one of those in a dark alley at night. Mm. Might mug me. False widows
0: too. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, those can kill you. Um, Disgusting is... little fuckers. Don't want to, don't want to be killed by one of those. And uh, deer is another apparently. Deers, which kick your head um, in, kill people. Well, apparently the, mo- the it says here the the way that they, they cause deaths more f- most frequently is it like collisions with traffic so oh yeah they go the through deer, your windshield but yeah. it also kills you yeah i've so heard stories they, you know of, that,
1: of like people running over deer and it just like crashes into them through their windshield yeah that, like, well, i suppose you know
0: they get the last laugh then in they the do end, the, deer, the deer even though they're so, mangled yeah but their antlers like go through your skull and that's what it yeah. looks like you have a deer hanging out of your head <laughs> <laughs> they've always got to and lug it just... around forever for eternity in limbo exactly exactly that's... <coughs> that's that but um like i was saying we didn't get any topics really no. from um from, from people comments. on on the on the comments we did get two patreon topics so huge huge thank you to nick zan mm, and uh, yeah. Cedar, Sam. Uh, for leaving your for leaving your spooky topics, whatever they might be, I haven't read them, so I wouldn't know. That's what we like to um, see. But that's cool. But we also do have a bunch of other things, a bunch of other stuff um, to go through here that George's George's brought. Spooky, creepy um, gaming. Some some things and stuff. Um, and that's really that's really all we've got today to mm. to, to do. That's really the, the 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 focus. This is a Halloween yeah. episode, a spooky episode. We're gonna we're gonna bring the vibes and we're gonna we're gonna do the bits and the bobs. So. Um, what have you got? What are we going through?
1: Right, well, I suppose we'll do the- we'll do Down the Foxhole first. The real stories.
0: The real
1: stories that are real and actually happened. I mean, well, to be fair, like, two of these aren't even ghosts. The other two are ghostly, but two of them are just weird
0: shit. Uh, so I'll read the the titles out. Um, We need- you know what we need? We need- we need a jingle for Down the Foxhole. That would be... Wait, no, that's a Christmas song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what it could be. No, I don't know either. Ow, ow, um... ow, ow, down
0: the foxhole. But
1: <laughs> I mean, foxes don't bark either. They scream.
0: That's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's so it
0: then. stupid. It's fox okay. barking. <laughs> we'll do that, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> that's the jam the fox. Christ. <laughs> okay. Alright. Alright. Okay, so we've got what have we got? What's what are our foxes
1: today? We have man being buried after 128 years on display. Which is quite mental. <clears throat> okay. That's uh, crazy, yeah. Wedding dress ghost spotted on building site. Ooh. Oh. Bloke decorated Mum's house and was horrified by what he found. Ooh, Wonder what he found. Yeah. And then this one, the last one, was obviously written a few years ago. Now, quarantining with a ghost. But I always like those uh, sort uh, of. You, you've linked the same. The
0: bloke decorated. Oh no! It's both, both linked. Fuck's sake! Wait, <laughs> uh, how Do the you fuck am I gonna find this again? <laughs> uh,
1: wait, where did you find it? Where I don't fucking know. Okay, let's see if we Google ghost. it. Yeah. There it is. I think that's okay. it. yeah. New York Times. Okay. There it is.
0: Okay, sweet. I'll copy Send me the link and
1: paste that into the Discord now. God, okay. Nice. you got another bloke decorating mum's house
0: story. <laughs> I did. I saw. <coughs> I saw it like as I opened the morning. I saw. It, I was like, wait, is this another one? This has happened <laughs> twice. And I was like, no, that's not.
1: Yeah, it's okay. a, it's, a, it's an epidemic of of blokes decorating their mum's house and. I can't even read horrifying.
0: this! Can't even read what? The, the New York Times one, they're asking me to subscribe! Oh, fuck
1: that! Okay, we won't do that one then. That one's longer- oh, lo- Wait, 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 wait! But I wanna know now! But I could read it on my phone! Are you sure? Show full article. Yeah, the whole fucking thing is there. Oh,
0: Why can't I read
1: it? On mobile. Let me open it on- Well, let me open it on- PC. I'm on mobile. See what happens. That's very strange. Oh wait, I accidentally clicked on the bloke decorated mum's house
0: again. <laughs> um, no, I can't read it on mobile. Really? Yeah. It just says.
1: Alright, to... we'll, we'll fuck that one. Don't.
0: Do you do you have a subscription to the New York Times? No, I
1: don't. I don't, I don't know why I would. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. that one that one was well... really long anyway. <laughs> So that almost oh. is great that we don't have to read it. Oh, okay. All right. Or I That's could just great. read it off my phone. I mean, you're good. All is all right is is it, here. Is it, is it good? I didn't read it. I just know that oh. it's a, some <laughs> stupid person who thinks there's a ghost in their house.
0: I think we have to. I think we probably have to read it. Okay, <laughs> Let's okay. okay. Let's we'll go through these and then we'll get. We'll
1: yeah. Okay, okay. you can just read it when we get to it. Man buried. This is Sky News. I went to different. I normally just go to the Sky News weird news section. Oh my fucking god! The dogs are barking right now. They're <laughs> going fucking mental. What are they doing? What mom and dad doing? They just let them go. They're out dead. There. What mom and dad do is they let them out and then they get annoyed that they bark. It's like you know it's gonna happen. Why have you let them out? <laughs> they don't even need to go out. Uh. They'll oh, just open yeah, the door and like forget that that's something that Oscar and Hudson do. Whereas me, when I let them out, I let them out one by one, and it causes no issues. Because they egg each other yeah. on,
0: they're little fuckers. Yeah, what, 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 are they outside then?
1: What, Oscar and Hudson?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. Why are they so loud?
1: Because it's Hudson is so open, loud, no, it's not. That's Hudson crazy. is so loud, he doesn't chill with it. Okay, sounds like he's stops. in the room. We I know. know, it's fucking horrible. Every oh, morning. Okay. okay, well let's Jesus. get the spooky vibes back. Oh, he's go. oh again. my god! he <laughs> um, so just doesn't stop. It's it's the dog next door. What's his name? Fucking what's his know, fucking stupid or something. Name? Winfrey. Some stupid yeah, name. Like, <laughs> sounds shit. <laughs> fucking yeah, like. I don't want to take it out on a dog. Yeah. Wilfred Mott.
0: Well, it's Monty, <coughs> well um,
1: oh right okay right let's get yes. back on track okay. <clears throat> this this is from sky news it says <clears throat> stone man willie mummified man to be buried after 128 years on display in pennsylvania wow so this is like uh that nun that we talked about a while ago it is like that nun yeah on like, display crazy catholic americans were going like rubbing her and stuff yeah they were um, doing that. Yeah. The yeah. true identity of the man was unknown for many years until now, when his real name will be inscribed on the tombstone of his grave.
0: <laughs> Why is it written like that? I don't know. <laughs> when his real name will be inscribed on the tombstone of his grave. <laughs> opposed to his fake name. <laughs> well, is he? So the true identity of the man was unknown, so what did they call the Stone Man Willie, is that what they called him? I guess so, yeah. And that wasn't his name, they just called him that for mm, some reason. Mm. Okay, okay. Known as Stone Man
1: Willie, the man died in a local jail in 1895 where he suffered wow. from kidney failure after being arrested for pickpocketing. <laughs> he was accidentally mummified by an undertaker who was experimenting with new embalming techniques according to Almond's Funeral Home in Redding, Pennsylvania. Fucking Redding. Why do American... States always just steal names from England.
0: Yeah, we had that last time. It was like Norfolk. Yeah. What's the other one? Like, why do they like do this Norfolk, shit? Idaho or something. Your own names.
1: New York. Why would you even call it York? <laughs> York is a fucking weird place.
0: New York <laughs> is like nothing like York. I know. I don't anyways, know they why. That's be what apart. They called it. It's so
1: weird. Um, dressed in a suit with a bow tie, Stone Man Willie is displayed in a coffin <laughs> with a red sash across his chest. His hair and teeth remain intact, and his skin has taken on a leathery appearance. Having given a fake name at the time of his arrest, the man's identity remained unknown for many years, and local officials were unable to contact any relatives. But using historical documents, Stoneman Willie's real name has been identified, and will be inscribed at the bottom of his tombstone when his body is buried on the 7th of October. We don't refer to him as Mummy, we refer to him as our friend Willie. Funeral director <laughs> Kyle Blankenbiller said. That's fucking mental. It's just been... Kyle Blankenbiller, that's a crazy name. <laughs> it's just been such an archon. Such a storied part of not only Reddin's past, but... It, oh, wait, it's in America. Why am I doing that fucking yeah, voice? it's in America. No, I keep doing it. <laughs> such a <laughs> storied part like. of not only Reddin's past, but it's certainly its present. I've read that wrong there. <laughs> The funeral home had petitioned, petitioned the state for permission to keep the body instead of burying it to monitor the process of the experimental embalming technique. Ahead of the funeral, local residents filed onto the streets to celebrate Reading's 275th anniversary. <laughs> Bit weird. Stone wow. Man Willie's coffin was carried on a motorcycle hearse as part of a
0: parade for the city. Of course, it fucking was. Everyone was That's... like, "Look at the corpse." That's such an American thing to do—a motorcycle. First. I'm so glad Reading <laughs>
1: existed for 275 years. Look at the rotting corpse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
1: what the fuck?
0: That is that. That's great. I wish I was there. So to do I. See that too. What's his real name? It doesn't even say. For fuck's sake. Let me Google. I'm it. gonna Google it. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if it comes up. Stone Man James Murphy. Ah, oh, wow. James Murphy.
1: What does Stone That's... Man Willie really
0: look like? Four foot,
1: Five foot eleven and had sandy brown hair and had a moustache.
0: Wow, good for him.
1: RIP James Murphy, you'll finally be laid to rest and the people of Pennsylvania Reading can stop fucking harassing you.
0: <laughs> Have you seen this image of his tombstone? <coughs> no. It's got... <laughs> James Murphy is really small text at the bottom, and the the big text just says Stone Man Willie.
1: Oh god, yeah, that's fucked. That's
0: (laughs) that's such a that's like a piss take.
1: I'll leave it in the Discord so Uh, I I can remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh man, that's funny. Didn't even honour it. They could have put James Murphy bigger,
0: but I guess they want to make
1: money from people like tourists coming and going. That's that's what
0: Stone Man Willie. How would they make money?
1: You have to pay five dollars to look at the grave; otherwise,
0: someone punches you. <laughs> they probably have like a little well, and it's like oh, Stone Man Willie used to throw pennies in this well. If you do it yeah. too, then you get good luck. When he
1: would pickpocket people, he would donate a little bit of it to the well for his dreams
0: and wishes. Yeah, and so you do it too, and then there's a little there's a little man at the bottom. And if you don't, do he it he collects all of it, you take your fucking knees. <laughs>
1: Is that is what happens. That's what I happens in imagine. America, right? Yeah, next story. This next one yeah, is actually one. kind of oh. spooky Whoa, Why is, is it so zoomed what in? What the fuck? What the fuck is this web page? I can't even zoom out. It's just huge What the fuck what is this web page? <laughs> if, you, if you keep
0: scrolling the image just zooms in <laughs>
1: Okay, what the okay? What the fuck is this web page? I'm gonna have to like Google The article and find find a different version of it. Ghostly figure, building site. Okay, we'll click on this one. Okay, there we go, I'll send you a link to this one. That was fucked, why did it format so strangely?
0: That is fucking amazing. There we go. Okay, we go, I'm clicking on it. Oh yeah, that's way better. So much better. It's the sun, this one. Oh, that's how you know it's gonna be some. It's good gonna be news. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <coughs> okay. Oh well. Okay. So this was this is this happened in twenty twenty, so it's not it's not relatively recent. I don't think the other one was either to be honest, I don't even fucking know. Um Okay. Ghostly figure of woman spotted on building site CCTV. The ghostly figure of what appears to be a woman in a white dress, walking across a building site in the middle of the night, has been spotted on CCTV. Security firm boss Adam Lees, 47, was alerted when a motion sensor camera picked up movement at the construction site in Birmingham at 1.53am on Tuesday. Mr. Lee said he thought the image looked a bit weird when it popped up on his computer and sent on-site security guards out to the area to have a look. I mean, it's a little bit more than a bit
0: weird. That is is horrifying. It is creepy as
1: fuck, isn't it? Like, imagine it's 1.53am, you're a security guard, you're monitoring the cameras and you look at it and you're
0: like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, you'd be like that is, but that is like typical Birmingham construction man. He's like, looked a bit weird. Yeah, it looked a little bit weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, it is very creepy. Nothing scares them. No, No, yeah, it is. That is that is horrifying. He said he checked the security alert on his
1: laptop and spotted the eerie figure walking past building materials. (laughs) <laughs> but when he instructed a full patrol of the area just three minutes later, security guards found it all clear and with no sign of any intruders. The incident has baffled the dad of three, who admits he has struggled to sleep since. Mr. Lees, who is managing director of Limitless Security and lives in Wals- Walsall, West Midland... M- Mids? Mids- Med- West Midlands. <laughs> Jesus Why did God I have just... so just difficulty reading that? Said, I've no idea what it is. But it's freaked me out, that's for sure. We provide security. Oh, I don't want to do the same fucking voice for <laughs> the everyone. Same, voice. <laughs> same guy. The same guy, yeah. Get What's a Birmingham Walmart. accent? Birmingham? Uh, like, like you know, um, Tommy no, Shelby. I've no fucking idea what it. I, I can't do any, anything <laughs> else but that voice. I don't think I can do Birmingham either, thinking about it. Tommy fucking Shelby. That's a Scouse.
0: That's not, yeah, that's not Birmingham at all.
1: I have no idea what it is, but it's freaked me out, that's for sure. We provide security <laughs> for hundreds of building sites across the Midlands. If anything moves on our sites, a camera takes a picture. It works on infrared and it, it alerts one of the guards. Bizarre disappearance. Mr. Lee's said he thought the image what a bit weird when it popped up on his computer and sent on-site security guards to the area to have a look. They went out straight away. It was within minutes and there was no sign of anybody there or of anybody ever being there. It was really bizarre, Mr. Lees said. <coughs> no sign of anybody being there. Ever being there. Ever.
0: <laughs> ever being there, not once. Was there anyone there? Or oh, the
1: building site was gone. It was just flat land, just grass. <laughs> it was an empty plot. All our hard work had been taken... I have no idea what it could have been, but I didn't sleep the rest of the night, and it gave me the shivers, that's for sure. I've never believed in ghosts, but I can't explain this. People have been saying it's fake, but I can assure them it's 100% genuine. Mr. Lee said the woman looked like a ghostly bride. I wish it wasn't real, as it has properly given me the creeps. I've never seen anything like it before, he said. She's leaning forward and seems to be floating and is holding something in her hands. To me, it looks like she's wearing a wedding dress like she's waiting to get married. It's the strangest thing I've seen in five years of looking after hundreds of sights like this. Imagine looking at this image when you've been woken up at two in the morning and are half asleep. It took me a while to drop off again after that. The image has been what? shared... Sorry, what were you going to say?
0: Why was he, why was he asleep?
1: Tree's got to be doing his fucking job. He's fucking prick.
0: I, I guess he just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you've got to be. You've got to be looking at the building site. I hire limitless someone...
1: security to look after my building site, and you go to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just sleeps, and when the when the machine like notices something, it wakes him up. I guess. It like he has a big like
1: like a big uh, like a boxing glove above his head. And when the thing pings, it punches him. (laughs) It's like fucking Wallace and Gromit or something. Yeah, that makes sense. The image has been shared tens of thousands of times on social media, but not everyone is convinced that it shows a ghost. It looks like something... (laughs) I don't know, that's a different person. (laughs) It looks like stuff my 12-year-old nephew conjured up in his I- ICT class. One person one person commented.
0: Fucking <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what 12-year-old is photoshopping such a such a convincing image of a ghost, but I mean, okay. What is he
0: doing in his ICT class at 12?
1: Jesus. True. True. What is he doing? Why is he doing that? Did he make that? Was he did do- is he making it in Microsoft PowerPoint? He's like, making what's going on? Creepy images in ICT class. <laughs> um this can't, that can't be real. Not in a million years. Or could it? Another said.
0: <laughs> that could that can't be real. Not in a million years. Or could it? <laughs> or could it? Yeah. Just quickly change their mind. There. There's
1: a picture of Mister Lee. Lee's Mister Lee yep. said he struggled to sleep. Sids, and he looks yep. like you know a pretty you know standard British workman. You know blue collar workman. He doesn't take no bollocks. Yeah. You know, he's not easy. He's not an easy scare. Yeah, and it's creeped him out. Yeah, it's frightened him. And it's a yeah. creepy image. It's really creepy when you look Fucking at it. It's... Like, it is really, really creepy. Um, that is
0: a weird... It's a weird one. Weird image. I wonder what what happened, though. Like, because something has to have happened for this to have happened. So, yeah. like, what What is it? Someone pranking? Yeah, is it someone doing an epic prank? Do they know <laughs> about the the camera that... <laughs> Monitors and they were on. like, I
1: really want to scare Mr. Lee's, he's a prick. Yeah, he, he always falls yeah. asleep when he's meant to be fucking watching my building. <laughs> yeah, what, site. If
0: like, what if it's <laughs> like the CEO of the company? <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking with it. Yeah,
1: uh, it's weird though. Like, how do you even explain that? Like, because it's not like it's like so clear in the shot, it's yeah. so clear that it's a person as well. Like, it's not something that could be, it's not like a bit of tarpaulin or something. Yeah, like it's, it's very a, person obviously a person in a dress. It looks like they're holding like a bouquet of flowers or something like
0: that. It's yeah, really creepy. They, they look like super skinny too.
1: Yeah, like gaunt. Yeah. Ooh. That is really weird. <sighs> stay away from Birmingham. Stay away. I mean, you probably get yeah, stabbed if you went away. there. But there's also ghosts as well
0: so (laughs) yeah stay away for this reason and not another reason yeah um if you could because beforehand you probably were just like you know frequenting birmingham every day
1: (coughs) i mean we all love it we all love birmingham in england we all love it it's a great
0: place yeah Yeah. i mean you got the ball ring you Um, do have the ball ring it's got that going go Gives for it. Gives me buffs. Where...
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't can, even can, remember can what can that buff. was. There was this
0: weird inside joke
1: that I used to have with James and Elva that when I went to the bullring in Birmingham, I would get power <laughs> buffs
0: like some it form was that... of fucking game. It was that comment. It was that comment you got where someone was like really mad at your Assassin's Creed opinion. Is it just meet me at the bullring? Oh, room. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> meet me at the bullring. That's crazy. People used to threaten
1: me online because of my Assassin's Creed origins opinions. <laughs> That's very funny. Right. Oh, man. Bloke horrified. Bloke decorated Mum's house as a surprise. (laughs) Bloke horrified. Bloke horrified. That's the name of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Bloke decorated (laughs) Mum's house as a surprise. Very nice. But was horrified by what he found in the cupboard.
0: Oh, this is new. This is today. This is this morning. This article came out. Oh, shit. It makes it even staggering. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's perfect. Leslie Harvey had always
1: wondered what was in the cupboard at the top of the landing of his childhood home in North Wales, but what he discovered changed his laugh forever. Nothing could have prepared Leslie Harvey for what he found when he decorated his mother's house as a surprise while she was in hospital. After prizing open a cupboard door at the top of the stairs, the taxi driver pulled away some clothes and was horrified to discover the mummified body of a lodger what? Who had been locked inside for 20 years oh. What the fuck? Grandmother that's Sarah insane. Jane It is pretty fucking mental to be fair, that is a 20 year old body Oh my in god In your mum's house
0: Fucking hell, where you, like, that's mental Where you
1: grew up That's insane. Grandmother Sarah Jane Harvey suddenly went from being a small, sweet-looking 65-year-old to a murder suspect. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. 35 West Kimmel Street in Ryle, North Wales, was soon bustling with police, forensic scientists, pathologists, biologists, and the local coroner. Leslie, who lived nearby with his wife and young son, had planned to clean and redecorate his childhood home was a treat. He'd always wondered what was inside the six foot eleven high storage unit on the landing, and was told it contained some leftover items belonging to former wartime tenants. Bit of a weird excuse.
0: Yeah, that is odd. To say, yeah. <coughs>
1: Imagine that at the top of your landing in your house, there's just this storage unit that stretches up to the ceiling, and you're never allowed to see what's in it. That's crazy. For your whole life living it. That would be
0: so weird. But so she did do it? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just wondering, like, did (laughs) she know it was in there or not? I don't know. Because, like, what? Okay, yeah, keep going. But on
1: May the 5th, 1960, the 29-year-old recoiled at the grim sight of a... What? Wait, what? What? May 5th, 1960?
0: This must be, uh, old. Well, like, the news is new, but, like... But he the... found it? What? But the story has not been told until ago. now? But on yeah, May I 5th, guess 1960,
1: so. the 29-year-old recoiled at the grim sight of a wizened human foot beneath the thick layers of cobwebs and dust. In a fold of the crumbling blanket around it, a body was revealed. Oh my. Generations of flies had long ago feasted on the facial features, while moths had destroyed the hair and clothing. Drafts in the deep cupboard, running from the floor to the loft vent had produced ideal conditions for mummification. Mrs. Harvey was initially subject to questioning from her sickbed at the nearby hospital, and eventually identified the corpse as former tenant Frances Alice Knight. Mrs. Knight was estranged from her dentist husband, from whom she received a weekly allowance. In her 60s, she was partly crippled and often complained of severe muscular pains after renting a room from Mrs. Harvey during World War II. Mrs. Harvey told police she was unsure of what's best to do one particularly bad night in 1940 and went downstairs to make her a cup of tea. When she returned she said Mrs. Knight was already dead but instead of telling anyone, she dragged the body into the cupboard and locked it, then falsely oh, obtained her lodger's two pound a week from the post office. What? Over the years it amounted to £2,099, two thousand and ninety-nine pounds. Two pounds a week. Christ. Her husband was skimping out. No wonder she Fucking died. Hell. What is going on? <coughs> That's, That's crazy. Mental. Um the soft featured lady told staff her friend had moved to an old folks' home in Landudno to see out her twilight years in supervised comfort but Mrs. Knight's shrivelled and hardened body was found some 20 years later in the doubled up position dressed in a faded nightdress
0: That is horrifying
1: Surrounded by insect riddled flypaper it had become mummified by the warm air that had circulated through the confined space over the decades because the body was adhering to the lino on the cupboard floor a garden spade was used to lever it out before the rigid mummy was then taken to the mortuary while further investigations were undertaken. The story gripped the world's media who were left fascinated by the riddle of the mummy in the cupboard. Oh my God. Pathologists had to immerse the body in a bath of glycerin solution for a week until it had softened enough for internal examinations to be carried out. <laughs> A stocking ligature and a groove around the neck suggested the cause of death was strangulation and the police treated the case as a murder inquiry. At Mrs. Oh Harvey's God. trial, the prosecution allegedly alleged that shortly after she was given permission to draw Mrs. Knight's money, she strangled her with a stocking. In her defense, she, was, she told the court that Mrs. Knight had been suffering with a bad cold and said it was common knowledge to wrap a stocking around the neck to cure throat ailments. That sounds like bullshit.
0: (laughs) I mean it's common, I do it all the time. It's common 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 knowledge to do that. It's common knowledge to wrap a stocking around your neck. It's your throat out. Mental, what does that even mean? I mean maybe it was in the forties, I don't know. Yeah,
1: back in yeah. The jury was instructed that the prosecution were in no position to prove that the knotted garment had been stretched. Mrs. Harvey was cleared of murder. (laughs) but found oh. guilty of obtaining money by deception between May 1940 and April 1960. She was sentenced to 15 months' imprisonment. <laughs> On her release, she went to live at a nursing home. <clears throat> and died soon after of cancer. The gruesome Gosh. discovery and the mystery of Mrs. Knight's unsolved death is still the talk of Ryle's Townsfolk, decades later. Gosh. Raymond Vaughn, retired police officer told UK Horizons, "The case was the most unusual case anybody including pathologists or the police had ever encountered. It was the first mummified body I'd ever seen and I shall remember it for as long as I live."
0: God, what a fucking rollercoaster. That's insane. That was that's wild. actually insane. <laughs> that, that was crazy. Left, like like what like she never would have been caught if she had like. <coughs> after you would have thought, right? After ten years or so you'd be like, right, "All right, I got to shift this." Where now. There's, <laughs> yeah, where there's a body in your fucking storage unit. Nobody you think noticed like it's
1: the smell, nothing. Like what? Well,
0: it said it said it got mummified, so it must be pure luck that that didn't happen. Oh, so yeah, it didn't. It didn't decay properly. It yeah, yeah mummified. So, yeah. So, so she got away with it, and you would think after like ten years, you're like, okay, I've got away with this. Let's just move the fucking body. Yeah. And then she never would have been found out. You could have, you could have put it fucking anywhere. Like, actually, to be fair, I don't really know how you would dispose of it because getting, she probably thought as well, like, if I leave it here, no one's gonna find it. If I like dump it in a river, someone will find it. True. But you could like, surely, if it's like hardened up, you could like grind it down into
1: like a powder. How? In a river. I don't know. No, I, mean, I don't know why. If it was
0: that dry, you could just like crunch it up. What? Just go mental with what? it. What would you do if you had to, if you had to in a hypothetical situation, hide a dead body and so you never got caught? What would you do? I would dissolve it
1: in acid, like in Breaking Bad. But how would you do that?
0: Like. I don't know how because... the fuck would
1: you even get the stuff to do it. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, because you'd have to like, what would you, the process be? Like, do you get do you get buckets of acid? Like, how do you get acid? Most you go to B&Q? Cut, like cut
1: bodies up, don't they? And like distribute yeah. the pieces really Evenly, sporadically. Like, put it in like bins and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: But they always get caught
1: doing. They that. do get caught doing that. Like, some, like... I think something like yeah. that happened a few years ago in Northampton. Actually, it was really sad. Yeah, some girl was like her body parts were found like scattered that around that is really that is really fucked
0: up yeah I, don't I know guess what you I'd could do. do it like you could do it into like really small pieces so you don't just like put an arm in your bin you put like you do half it half a like, wrist yeah like just do it so like so no one's gonna find that'd it would take fucking ages like... imagine how much energy that'd take but then you'd ne- like but the alternative is like getting, <laughs> getting cool so yeah. you could burn like, it you, no because people you'd, people would find people that people would smell it yeah, it's that's like yeah, that's stupid. Well, like, what's that stinky stench? Like I really, yeah, I I have no clue what the fuck I'd do actually. I, I mean, mean it ideally, it first wife would twenty years
1: be in that situation. I mean, yeah, um, I wouldn't strangle I believe she fucking did it. What a fucking yeah, she crazy probably bitch. did. I think she probably did. <clears throat> but she was old, and you know, she died of cancer anyway. So you know, who cares? Yeah. or Missus <laughs> Knight,
0: though. <laughs> it was also yeah, it was also sixty three years ago. Yeah, true. Um, also, what's this bullshit about putting a stocking around your neck? Yeah, is that a thing?
1: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Maybe it was a thing, like, back in the day. Maybe Greasing it's just like a, one your of those... throat with lard or chicken fat, then placing dirty socks around it. Okay, that's not the same thing. This doesn't make Man. sense. Mixing honey and flour together, add grated ginger and two to three drops of olive oil to this. Once ready... Put a small mixture on a tissue-slash-napkin and, using adhesive, tape it to the chest.
0: Uh that's not the same thing, is it's it? not, is
1: it? A stocking. Like, it's a tied stocking around her fucking neck and she died of strangulation. I think strangulation. it's like...
0: Yeah, I think it's saying, like... Um... I think it's saying, like, you would, like, with, like, a hot towel or something, you'd tie it around your neck and it's supposed to, like, help your throat or something. Yeah. So, maybe that's, like, a thing. Maybe people just did it with, like, socks or stockings. Anything if they... they could, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a thing. Also, like, you know, war times, I guess. Oh, it was um, during the war. In 1940, we were all putting so... stockings around our necks. Yeah, I suppose... <laughs> I suppose she thought, like, you know, Hitler's killing a lot of people, no one will notice if I do one murder. Yeah, for £2 um, a week? Are you shitting for me?
1: For £2 a Nothing. week?
0: How much? Okay, hang on, let me do, like, a conversion. Uh, what would I? What do you say? It's, like, inflation How much was £2 calculator? a week worth in 1940? Um, Wait, how much was £2 a week in 1940 worth now? I don't know how you'd even do uh, that. If I do £2... Yeah, I can do this, hang on. In 1940 compared to september 2023 it'd be 92 pounds 50 not bad that's pretty so decent that, ain't, little bit. that ain't too bad So 50 times 20 is well that ain't right i've done that wrong um because it's it's a day isn't it so not times 20 because that's it's not a year is it oh, it was a week um, yeah how many fucking it was... weeks wait in a did, year? was it a week was yeah, it a week yeah, or a yeah. day
1: 92
0: 50 okay. times times <laughs> 104 wait what it's two years or no, tw- two times. It was wait, hang on, shit. What the fuck am I doing?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> it was twenty years. <laughs> shit. So it's it three hundred sixty-five times twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. no, no. no. no 50, 52. Fifty-two times twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so a yeah, thousand and forty. Wait. So wait, it's it was
1: 92.50 So it's not. So times it's ninety-six thousand ninety-six thousand two hundred pounds. And then times twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ninety-six thousand two hundred pounds. Unless it means two pound a week now, no, it doesn't. It means I two... don't know. Oh well, me... no, no, wait, no, wait. I'm fucking stupid anyway. Oh no, no, because we're trying to work out what it's worth now. It's so fucking it's bad in at maths. Which <laughs> <Jesus laughs> trying... okay, yeah. So so if you were to do the exact same thing now, it would amount to ninety six thousand two hundred pounds yeah. over the course of twenty
1: years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, assuming that inflation doesn't change at all in twenty years. Yeah, which it's is
0: impossible. also like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't know whether it's worth it for murder. No, it's not an awful lot. Of, like like it's not a hundred grand, near near enough. But over the course of twenty years, it's not. Thing is, if this woman died of like a cold or whatever the fuck she was saying she died of, <laughs> why would she
1: not call the police? Why would she put the body in the fucking attic in the cupboard? At yeah, the top it the does. Yeah, it makes.
0: Well, it's because she wanted to claim the money. I think. Fucking absolute cheat. Like so, bitch. I so I think the so I think it's just like even if she didn't kill her. She was thinking like, "Oh, she's fucking died. Bit of money. I'll just, I'll claim her money. Like, why not? Why not? No one will notice. I There's a war tell her on.
1: Husband, I'll just say she moved to a random retirement home to
0: live out her twilight years. <laughs> what a Weird yeah. fucking thing to do. Yeah, maybe maybe it is also the fact that it was during the war as well, and you probably thought like, no one's gonna fuck. Yeah, her. rations. Like, and Hitler's stuff. gonna she blow all up. probably desperate for like, more money. Yeah, and you probably think like, no, like, yeah. Like, no one's going to notice. We're all probably going to be dead soon anyway. Like, yeah. Hitler's fucking bombing The Nazis will like, fucking have us. I'm going to be dead. Um, yeah. So, why does it matter? Exactly. Exactly. So, maybe. Maybe. Oh, that's um, an interesting one. That was cool. Yeah. I
1: like that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, the last one. Oh, wait. No, I clicked on the same fucking thing again. There it is. <laughs> Quarantining with a
0: ghost. I'm going to see if I can <coughs> find a way to read this <coughs> Ugh. Fuck, oh wait, yeah, no. I think you can I think you can just do it if you have an account I don't have an account though Oh On my phone Where in god's name is this fucking I can't even find this, there it is Um. Hang on, let me see, let me see, let me see here If I Just Enjoy No, stop it Okay, let me try it, let me just see What happens if I log into an account on the New York Times. Um, I can't believe we're using the New York Times. Fucking shit shittest news
1: company in the world.
0: Oh, there we go. I've got it.
1: Oh, did it work? You made an account? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you must have a fucking account. I don't don't have an account. Are you sure? At the top right, does it say account? No, no, it It
1: says log in or create. Okay, that's fucking weird. All right, well, at least I can see it now. Okay, Okay. well, I'll read it off my phone then. (coughs) Wait, where does your article end? What's the last line? The last the word. The That's last the word. Thing. The last
0: word. We'll say. He said. Yes. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Perfect. This is a big. This is a big one though. Strap in. This folks. is a,
1: this is a relatively big one, but it's probably going to be one of those funny stories of like people that think ghosts are real and like drive themselves insane with paranoia because they're fucking okay. mental. All right. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, you know, I don't have any proof that ghosts don't exist, but. I also have no proof that they do, so I'm just going to assume they're not because that'd be horrible if they did
0: exist. Right? Let's go. It would be it would be kind of mental if 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 you just believed everything based on the fact that you can't disprove it. Yeah. Like I can't really prove that unicorns aren't real, but exactly. I also don't believe in them either. <laughs> um, well, I do. So, you know, well, that's fair actually. I mean, because you can't prove that they're exactly not not real. So exactly, the burden is, of proof is true. on you. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find. I mean, you'd have to. Isn't it... There, there's like a there's like a there's like a thing like what's the it's like a thought experiment or something where it's like, um, you can't you can't like prove that the statement like every crow is black is true, so like, yes, you can't like if you, can. because if you For that crow <laughs> black as fuck, but that's the thing, right? So it's like every, <coughs> um. So it's it, it's like, the evidence would be, so like if you, like every time you see a crow that is black, it adds to the the evidence that every crow is black, but if you see just one crow that isn't black, it like disproves the entire statement. That's true. So all you have to but do is also, find one. Yeah, but you also cannot prove that every crow is black, because how do you know you've looked at every crow in the world? You don't know. That's you true. You can't prove so it. So it. it'll be easier to just look for one that isn't. Yeah, exactly. It would be easier to try and do the opposite. That's true. But that's also impossible because every crow is black. Um, uh, well, is so... there an
1: albino crow? Because you might be
0: wrong. Uh, maybe. Maybe I am wrong. There is. They exist. So every crow oh, shit. is shit. not black. Ah, shit. Well, a 1 in 30,000
1: chance of seeing an al- albino crow. That's kind of fac- fucking amazing. Uh, someone else I has like done it for us. Him. Sweet.
0: He's got little red eyes and a little pink yeah. beak. That's so cute. Look at him. He looks so nice. Pleasant guy. I like him more than the Black Crow.
1: Same, honestly. He's cute. I like him. Right. Next story. Uh, yeah, I gotta read it on my phone. Shit. Okay. Yes, so yes, this was published yes, yes. in May 2020. So it was during <clears throat> the height of um, the COVID-19 pandemic, which was a good time.
0: It was, yeah, great.
1: <clears throat> the title of the thing, is, the the particle is, Quarantining with a Ghost. It's scary. <laughs> It started with the front door. Adrian Gomez lives with his partner in Los Angeles, where their first few days of sheltering in place for the coronavirus pandemic proved uneventful. They worked remotely, baked, took a two mile walk each morning, and refin- ref- refinished their porcelain kitchen sink. But then, one night, the doorknob began to rattle vigorously, so loud he could hear it from across the apartment, yet no one was there. In mid-April, Mr. Gomez was in bed, when a nearby window shade began shaking against the window frame so intensely, despite the fact the window was closed, an adjacent window shade remained perfectly still, the cats were all accounted for, and no bug, nor bird, nor any other small creature had gotten stuck there, that Mr. Gomez thought it was an earthquake. Okay, that was that was written really, really <laughs> weirdly.
0: It's because of the little, <coughs> the little, um, the the, little the hyphen. hyphen. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like
1: they put too much information too between much, the hyphens. Yeah. That's that this was awful. The sentence. I very seriously hid myself under the comforter, like you see in horror movies. Wait, I very seriously hid myself under the comforter, like you see in horror movies, because it really did freak me out. He said. <laughs> now. Though neither he nor his partner noticed any unexplained activity at home before this, the couple can distinctly make out footsteps above their heads. And no one lives above them.
2: Ah!
1: I'm a fairly rational person, said Mr. Gomez, who is 26 and works in IT support. I try to think. What are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this? Sounds like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> but when I don't have those answers, I start to think, maybe something else is going on. They're not alone, possibly in more ways than one. If those who experience of <laughs> self-isolation involves what they believe to be a ghost, Their days are punctuated, not just by Zoom meetings or homeschooling, but by disembodied voices, shadowy figures, misbehaving electronics, invisible cats cozying up on couches, caresses (laughs) from hands that aren't there, and even in some cases, to borrow the technical parlance of Ghostbusters, free-floating, full-torso-vaporous apparitions. Some of these people are frightened, of course, Others say they just appreciate the company. (coughs) There is no scientific evidence for the existence of ghosts, a fact that has little bearing on our collective enthusiasm for them. According to a 2019 YouGov survey, 45% of US adults believe in ghosts. In 2009, the Pew Research Center found that 18% of Americans believe themselves to have seen or otherwise encountered one. Before stay-at-home restrictions in New York... Wait, what? Is this a different story now? There's, like, multiple cases of this? Because the last one was in Los Angeles.
0: Oh, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is.
1: Okay, so it's like a little journey through through the pandemic. (laughs) People having ghostly apparitions in their house. (laughs) Before stay-at-home restrictions in New York... Patrick Hines, 42, left Manhattan with his husband and daughter to spend six weeks at an adorable cottage in Western Massachusetts that they rented on Airbnb. One night, Mr. Hines woke up around 3am, thirsty for a glass of water. He said he walked into the kitchen and saw a white man in his 50s wearing a well-worn World War II-era military uniform and cap sitting at the table.
0: Jesus.
1: Uh... It seemed normal in a split second before I realized, wait, what's happening? And as I turned to look, he was gone. Said Mr. (laughs) Hines, who is the host of the podcast, True Crime Obsessed.
2: Right,
1: okay. It didn't feel menacing at all. It almost didn't even occur to me to tell my husband the next morning. If you were to accept the premise that ghosts are real, it stands to reason that some tension would naturally result once their flesh-and-blood roommates started spending much, much more time at home together. John E. L. Tenney, who describes himself as a paranormal researcher and is a former host of the TV show Ghost Stalkers... Who the fuck are all these random hosts of shit? Estimates that he received two to five reports of a haunted house each month in 2019 lately It's been more like five to ten in a week Wow, yeah Oscar and Hudson yeah, they spotted one again. It's a ghost. I'm, yeah fucking hell, man. They're all over. There's ghosts in my house um,
0: You better you better contact John <coughs> e. Tenney.
1: I might have to <laughs> Mr. Tenney has se- seen something like this before in 1999 immediately before y2k he witnessed a spike in reported ghost and poltergeist activity, as well as UFO sightings. Which in his experience are also on the rise in this moment. Because people were fucking bored during the pandemic, they were like, Oh my god, is that fucking ghost? Is that fucking alien? <laughs> it does seem to have something to do with our heightened sense of a- an- state of anxiety, our hyper vigilance, he said. Mr. Tenney has no doubt that the vast majority of these cases in his inbox are completely unexplainable in nature. When the sun comes up and the house starts to warm up, they're usually at work. They're not used to hearing the bricks pop and the wood expand, he said. It's not that the house wasn't making those sounds, they just never had the time to notice it.
0: Or did they? (laughs) Why does does voice just. I don't
1: know, it went into Ben Shapiro again. Janie Cohen believes she's been haunted since college, the ghost she calls Matthew, a good Biblical name, chosen in the hopes it would keep him on his best behavior. What the fuck? See, this is the type of shit I was expecting. This is the type of shit I was expecting. Matthew has historically made his presence known in her Nashville home through the sounds of someone running up and down the staircase at night. The noise is a, not like the house settling or like a cat walking around. (laughs) Said her husband, Will Cohen, a 31-year-old accountant. It's very clearly get out to get attention. Around the same time the couple began to self-isolate in March, Mr. Cohen started to use their guest bathroom so that his wife, a home health nurse who has been picking up more night shifts during the pandemic, could sleep in without the sounds of his morning routine disturbing her. Ugh, my nose is so blocked right now, fucking hell. He has found that Matthew, who both spouses agree prefers Mrs. Cohen, doesn't seem to appreciate these changes. On three separate occasions, while showering in the guest bath, Mr. Cohen has been unexpectedly blasted with cold water. But it wasn't just a quirk of the plumbing. Every time, he said, he reached out to find that the hot water nozzle had been turned off. (sighs) Madison Hill, 24. Is riding out the pandemic with her boyfriend in her apartment in Florence, Italy. Wow. <coughs> Creepy Firenze ghost. Miss Hill, a writer and teacher originally from Charlotte, NC, has al- had always had her suspicions about her home, particularly the bathroom. There was the sense that someone was watching her, doors slamming, towels inexplicably on the floor. A few weeks into quarantine, she woke up to find something on her nightstand that did not belong there. It was a camera lens. One she'd brought from the United States, but lost when she moved in. She had long given up on ever finding it, but here it was. Since then, other small objects, including a set of keys, have moved to strange new places inside her apartment. The reappearance of the camera lens in particular struck her as a mischievous, playful gesture. Perhaps even a thoughtful suggestion that this could be the perfect time for Miss Hill, who majored in film in college, to pick her old hobby back up. What a nice ghost. God. Are you sure it's not a magpie? <laughs> Magpies like shiny
0: things. And they bring you the things. It's magpie in your apartment. It's just, <laughs> it's just flying around. It's just fucking around with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gary Dunlap shares a one-bedroom apartment in the Ridgewood neighborhood of Queens with his girlfriend, Alexandra Cole. Mr. Dunlap, a 31-year-old teacher, rapper, and concert promoter, (laughs) believes he first met the resident ghost last summer. He saw her in the bathroom in the middle of the night, wearing green scrubs, standing an arm's length away from him. She appeared to be glowing. The woman vanished when he turned on the light. Mr. Dunlap knew that one of the friends the couple is subleasing from had spotted a ghost in the apartment. Both agreed they'd seen an older Asian woman of small stature. Mr. Dunlap and Mrs. Cole, a 27-year-old writer and editor, used to find themselves in a routine, a routine late-night tug-of-war over the too-small comforter they shared. Several weeks ago, Mr. Dunlap woke late at night to the sensation of what he assumed was Miss Cole adjusting the blanket at his feet to spread it evenly across the bed. When the movement stopped, and he didn't feel his girlfriend climb into bed beside him, he called out to her. She didn't answer. Then Mm. she came back in from the bathroom. It was so weird, dude, Mr. Dunlap said. It was so weird. (laughs) (laughs) But the incident (laughs) left him and Mrs. Cole with a lingering positive impression. Like, whoever, or whatever it had been, was trying to make the couple feel more comfortable or to mediate a potential conflict between them before it happened. Fucking hell, how many fucking stories are there? There's a okay. few okay, there's there's a few. We're there. almost we're almost done. Kurt Gray, an associate professor at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, studies how we perceive and treat the minds of other entities. Including animals machines and the dead Mm. Times of great unease or malaise When there is an increased drive to find meaning in chaos can lend themselves to perceived hauntings he said Not to mention the disease itself shares certain psychological parallels with the malevolent spirit creeping invisibly upon us upon its unsuspecting victims This phenomenon could also be a side effect of the loneliness of our time In quarantine, you are physically confined and also psychologically confined. Your world narrows, Mr. Gray said. You're trapped at home. You're needing human contact. It's comforting to think there's a supernatural agent here with you. <laughs> no, it's no, not. No, it's fucking it's not. fucking horrible. <laughs> what do you mean? Who the
0: fuck, who the fuck thinks that? <laughs> That's it's mental. Fucking com- it's so comforting to think there's a fucking ghost in my yeah, house. nobody wants
1: that. It's like a traditionally bad thing. It's like a disaster when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> what the
0: fuck is this? It's like the worst situation you yeah, could be in. So I've got a That's... ghost. Wow, this is great.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Comforting. <laughs> For Danielle,
1: a thirteen thirty-nine year old lawyer oh, I only said thirteen then. Thirteen year old lawyer. For Danielle, a thirty-nine year old lawyer, isolation predates this pandemic. The Times agreed to u- to not use her last name to protect her professional reputation. <laughs> because it's bullshit, is that why? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> She's been recovering at her home in Richmond, British Columbia, since contracting an unrelated serious illness over the winter. She first experienced strange activity in February, she said, when she kept walking into her guest bedroom to find a particular lamp turned on, although she had no memory of leaving it that way. This happened again, and again, and again, until on a whim, she said aloud, Don't turn that back on. The (laughs) next time she entered the room, she found the ceiling light, which she never ever switches on, blazing. On more than one occasion, she has heard the voices of a man and a woman having a conversation. She couldn't quite make it. Okay, that would be s-
0: fucking Dude, terrifying. How would you just be like, "Oh, that's like an inconvenience"? Like that is fuck. Like that is terrifying. What? That is that's terrifying. That's terrifying. I would leave and never come back. It's how like, can people just go- like go like, "Oh, that's weird"? There've been
1: times where I've like- been home alone before, and are like. I think I hear mum calling me from downstairs, and then I realise, oh, they're not home. That's terrifying. Like, that shit is what creepy. Obviously, that it's just weird. me hearing noises and shit, but, like, that shit is creepy as hell. Yeah. Uh, more recently, weird. she was sewing face masks in the same bedroom. She had exactly she had exactly enough fabric left to make one more mask, but when she briefly turned away from the ironing board where she'd just pressed a double cotton gauze, the two remaining pieces disappeared. It was gone, Danielle said. Like, in a 20-second period, gone. I went and checked the garbage pail, nothing. Checked the recycling, (laughs) nothing. My fabric stash, nothing. I tore the house apart looking for
0: those two pieces of fabric, and they have never come back. Is there, like, potential, like, you just... Lost it. Made a mistake. Like, maybe you didn't have it. It was there, a ghost. Maybe, I don't know. It was a fucking ghost. <laughs> Imagine how your brain must function for you to just default to, oh, it must be a yeah, ghost. Uh, That's your default explanation weird, for
1: something. It? It's pretty strange. Danielle describes weird. herself as a highly social person, someone whose friends and family had worried about how she'd fare cooped up all by herself. This kind of feels like someone popping by to cheer me up or to keep tabs or make sure that I'm not feeling alone, she said. The idea of a paranormal identity can provide someone a little bit of social sustenance to help them endure their solitude. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Grey said... What? Wait, who the fuck's Mr. (coughs) Grey?
0: Mr. Grey said, then Grey. Oh, is this a different...
1: This is a different story Oh,
0: it's a- If the idea of a paranormal identity can provide someone a little bit of social sustenance to help them endure their solitude, Mr. Grey said, then great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, At
1: least yeah. as long as the ghost isn't a, a advising the haunties to go into emergency rooms without a mask and French kiss
0: everybody, he said. Last little
1: topical COVID joke there. Yeah, you know, that's classic. That is. I'm surprised it's not that cool. would be
0: that would be like fine to do if it wasn't COVID. That's not relevant anymore. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You could do that. You can, can do, you that, do that. You can do that. Yeah. You can, can go into emergency rooms without a mask and French kiss everybody. <laughs> yeah, you can. That's something that people do now. Um, Are you troubled gone. by strange noises in the middle of the night?
1: Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Don't panic," said Mister Tenney, the Ghost Stalkers host. Take careful notes on what you observe. You may soon find a rational explanation for your fears. What if that strange noise at 2.50pm every weekday is just the UPS truck clattering by? <laughs> People aren't that fucking stupid, are they sure? Oh, that a truck know, driving man. by is them going, it's a GHOST! Americans are fucking weird. True, yeah. But Mr. Tenney also <laughs> offers this. One could argue that the ghost puttering around in your kitchen is not only there, but that she's always been there. Maybe you're what's changed. Or maybe you're listening more closely in the greater quiet all around us. Perhaps we're just now starting to notice that the world is a little bit weirder than we ever gave it credit for,
0: he said. And that's the end. Blimey. Of ghost Bl- that was quarantine stories. Dude, that's such a, it's such a like. Like, an insight into the minds of people. Yeah. Because, like, I genuinely can't imagine, like, thinking something is a ghost. Yeah, if
1: I heard weird sounds in the night, I would think it's someone that broke in before I thought it was a ghost. You would have to to face me with something truly existentially terrifying for me to believe it's a ghost. Like, a literal apparition. Like, a full-body apparition in my house. That would convince me. You know? Yeah. Nothing else
0: can convince me. It's 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 so yeah. It's so it's so weird because it's like there's that one the guy said. Um, Will Cohen was like, <coughs> uh, it's not a house settling or a cat walking around. It's very clearly out to get attention. Like it's just matter of fact for him. He's like, it's obviously a ghost, and this must be their motivation. Like that to him is just like so normal. He's like ghosts are real. Ghosts just are real. It would be very like, scary though if. In the middle of the night, you heard someone running up and down your stairs. How do you even, like... How does that, like... Pro- like, wh- How do you process that? And, like, you come to the conclusion, oh, it must be a ghost. And, like, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Because even if you did believe it's a ghost, why would you, like, stay and not leave? I guess, well, it's fucking hard to leave house, I suppose. Like, how do you even yeah. do that? Yeah, that is true. Without, like, bankrupting yourself
0: yeah it's just weird to like i can't if i heard someone running up my stairs my brain would not go to oh god it's a ghost that's a bit creepy i'd be like someone's broke broken my house yeah like yeah, you would why would that. you why would your go to be like oh it must be a ghost yeah and I, maybe maybe it's not maybe it's like they get up and they check and like well no one's here true
1: so. true true that would be spooky it would be spooky I'd it explain. would be weird
0: it would be really weird but it it is weird to think like because I would like my brain would never go to ghosts. It would always be like there's a mil- there's there is an explanation for this. And even yeah. when I can't explain it, I'd be like, there's obviously information I don't have. There yeah, must be yeah. like, but like it's so I just it's just so weird to think like people do just go oh I can't explain it therefore paranormal and that's yeah. just normal to to pe- some people. I that's, feel like there that must true. be like <laughs> there must be quite a way to 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 live though. Like, yeah, it must be you're... it must be terrifying. <laughs> well, terrifying, but in another sense, like not because you just explain things off as like, oh, it's this thing that obviously doesn't exist, but to you it does. Like, I suppose most I of seem to quite like it. Yeah, exactly. But maybe that's maybe that's a thing because, like, all these people that like, uh, like, oh, it's a ghost. They're like, no, but it's just really comforting. It's just really nice. I just think they're they're looking out for me. Yeah. And it's like maybe that's like some symptom of like, I don't know, some greater mental... mental illness. Yeah, there's some greater mental issues you have that well, you need to work maybe they were through. all just like I all don't know. so
1: elated that the New York Times wanted to interview them. They were just like, yeah, I'm going to just go crazy with it. Yeah, maybe. That could be it too. I don't yeah. know. I guess we'll find out if we have a ghostly appearance one yeah. day.
0: It's interesting because I've never <coughs> encountered anything that no. could even be perceived as a ghost. Neither have I. I don't I really don't think there's anything I, in my memory that I can think of where it's like oh that could be, someone could possibly think that was like a ghost. Yeah, I've never I've never had anything. Never. No, nothing. I don't even know anyone that's well okay Tyler with the fucking story. Um, What's his story? Don't you remember? Corey, get the fuck on the ground! Oh, yeah! Story. With
1: the, like, the, the, the. Yeah, yeah. She was like a woman coming in to, like, clean up, that's what he thought, but it actually was. Yeah, wasn't. yeah, yeah. It was a ghost. And he's like, what the
0: fuck? And he's like, because he thought someone was coming in to clean, and then he was like, oh, no, that doesn't make sense. It's the middle of the night, shit we're being robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's when he punched Corey in the stomach and was like, Corey, get the fuck! That's not even what he said. <laughs> Corey, but... get the fuck on the ground! <laughs> yeah, and then he flicks the light on, and then there's, there's no, no one. There. There. That is very yeah. creepy. I mean, that, is that is super creepy. creepy. Yeah i like people's yeah. ghost stories a lot yeah and it's weird though it's weird to think about because i'm like well tyler's a very like critical person like yeah, he doesn't yeah. he's like he's not the kind of person who's going to be like no man ghosts are real like that's not <laughs> the type of person he is but, like, so. why is
1: ghosts not showing themselves to me <sighs> yeah you
0: know? come on if you want to prove you're real give me something i mean give it, me it would terrify here. me it would yeah, really scare me, me it would probably probably break my psyche but, yeah. you Call know. my bluff though. Yeah. Call my bluff. Yeah, exactly. I wanna, I wanna see some ghosts. Show me the ghosts are real. Um, but I think it's also like a lot of people that see ghosts as well. They're always like, oh, it was in the middle of the night. Like, oh, I woke up to go to the bathroom, or I woke up for this. Yeah. It's like, well, are you sure you weren't half asleep? Yeah, like, it's true, true. But like, I mean, I've know. been
1: half asleep before, and I've never seen anything that isn't there.
0: No, not you why, know? I. But I have like sometimes like. I think one time had like sleep paralysis where like, oh yeah, I open my well, but your eyes aren't open when you have sleep paralysis. Your eyes are closed. You just think they're open, and like I saw something, and it's like, oh, that's fucking creepy. And then and then like you properly wake up and you're like, oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then it's like you know, but I'm aware of that. I'm like, I'm obviously aware it's not real. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's something that could, like, persist into, like, if you're really, like, half asleep, it's something like, persists into your, like, it takes you a second for your brain to properly wake up, especially Ooh, in the dark. That'd be horrific. And so... I be mean, i will be afraid like, of going you know, to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, who knows? <laughs> this is where, this is where I would say... Ah, oh, let us know in the comments if anything like this has ever happened to you, but you were no supposed to do fucking, that for this episode. No you fucking fucks. Comment. <laughs> You're supposed to fucking do that for this episode. God damn it. Oh god. Well, Amazing. Yeah, no, so that was lies. the uh, down the foxhole this week. That was that was good. I like that. Yeah, down the foxhole. Cue the the jingle again. We'll do the jingle again to get it off. I'll edit that in. What was it again? Yeah. I don't remember. Ow 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 ow! Down the foxhole. All right, we have got the Patreon topics. We've got some yeah. spooky, spooky stories, I think. Um, I, hope I assume so. so. I assume they've like played by the rules here. Um, I hope they're spooky. But we have got the first one here from Conocido Sam. Classic. Who says, Hey guys, how's it going? I hope you have a spooky Halloween. My topic isn't about a personal story, but it is a spooky one I remember from my childhood. Ooh. So this is a story I heard way back in the day on a Horrible Histories audiobook about oh. World War II. Okay. It's called The Hamburg Horror, and it's a true story about an event that occurred in Hamburg in the 40s. Okay. okay. Here we go. This is this is quite a long, quite a long one. Mm. Uh, let me just zoom in a little bit. Um, okay. <coughs> Here we go. A little girl was walking around the ash-covered streets of Hamburg, climbing through the rubble on her way home from school as she took a shortcut through a bombed house, or rather a pile of rubble that was left, she saw an old man with a cane and dark glasses carefully manoeuvring the rubble too. She was making quite some noise as she scampered through the rubble, and that man must have heard as he turned his head in her direction. Hello, he shouted. Anyone there? The girl replied yes. Ah, a little girl, he answers. would it bother you if (laughs) this is in hamburg (laughs) (laughs) would it bother (laughs) you (laughs) if i asked for some assistance i am blind and i need to deliver this letter to (laughs) this address however you can probably see that given my misfortune in all this rubble i shall not arrive there anytime soon the girl wasn't sure if she should agree the streets were full of peculiar strangers all, all with their own agendas her mother had warned her not to get too close to people for all she knew, he could be a British spy. Oh, fuck the Brits. <clears throat> we hate yeah, them. True. Fuck, fuck the Brits. They do suck. <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite sure, mister, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I must really get home soon. My mother is waiting. The old man smiled. Oh, dear girl, you are young and nimble. It will only take a few extra minutes out of your day. Please help a poor old man out. It doesn't really sound like an he old man sounds band. like a he fable mpc <laughs> 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 just sounds like a pretty middle-aged bloke um she hesitated but then agreed uh you are truly a lifesaver thank you my dear he reached into his jacket pocket and retrieved a letter sealed with a red wax stamp please drop this off uh please drop off this letter at the written address you can read i presume she took the letter and looked at the address oh jesus christ this is not english um brighton brighton backweg six okay she she knew the place it would only be (laughs) five minutes out of the way to drop it off yes sir i can wonderful he smiled then he moved his head awkwardly his dark glasses reflecting the setting sun a nice old man yeah just a nice bloke you best be on your way it's getting dark you probably shouldn't be home late she agreed and started climbing through the rubble. As she walked away she heard the faint voice of the man, "Don't forget to say Helmut sent you." She continued down the darkening streets of Hamburg, past the bakery, over the bridge. She walked fast, hoping to get there before nightfall. Then she stopped. She breathed sharply. How did she know? How did he know it was getting dark if he was blind? <gasps> Oh my god. Well, I mean, I assume like he knows the time generally, so it's not that crazy. But
2: How <coughs> still.
0: though? How would you know the time? Well, I mean, it, maybe back in World War Two,
1: he... there's no nothing to tell you what the time is if you blo- no text to speech or anything.
0: Yeah, but generally you know what time of day it is. I assume well, you right? could have asked someone, right? You could just asked someone before
1: the conversation with her. Yeah, it could have
0: done because because he, he could have been like, oh, I need to get this letter here by this time. Like, oh, it's getting late because I know the time now. Well, yeah, that's true. Or something, mm. like I assume, you know. But still, but still, it's part of the story. That's just bit weird. Yeah, it's fine. Um, she, stood, she stood still, petrified. Maybe he could see light? Even if so, she had now been stripped of her courage. Better to bring the letter to the police and have them drop it off. So she walked back down the street and looked left towards the police station. When she got to the station, she was greeted by one of the police officers. Hello, little girl. How can I help you? She told him what had happened and handed the letter to the officer. He shrugged and opened the letter to read it. As his eyes darted across the page, his expression grew more serious and grim. The girl was watching him curiously, wondering what the letter might say. When he was done reading, he looked at the girl for a second. I'll be right back. We'll phone your mother to come pick you up. He rushed to some of his colleagues, who immediately got dressed and jogged out of the station. It felt like an eternity until her mother arrived. She entered the station nervously, scanning the room for her daughter. When she saw her, she ran up to her and embraced her. Um... What did we say about coming straight (coughs) home? She cried. The girl was relieved to see her mother feeling guilty about what she had done. As they were hugging, the policemen entered the building again, shoving three men in handcuffs. One of them had a blood-stained apron around his waist. Uh. When he saw the girl, he frowned angrily. The men were escorted away and the policeman that had greeted her before came up to them and explained what had happened. It turned out that the address was that of a local butcher. Oh. The police had eyed the business a few times, suspecting them of smuggling rations. When the police arrived there, they broke in and discovered not just a smuggler's den but a fully fledged cannibal meat shop.
1: Yeah, average German town during World War <laughs> II Is Hamburg in
0: Germany? Do. Uh
1: yeah. It must be. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hamburg is German. Yeah. Hamburg. I'm saying that with, like, half confidence. Just in case I'm wrong. Um, yeah, it's I'm pretty just sure I'm right. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl flinched anxiously when she heard this. She knew food was scarce, but people eating other people? She couldn't stomach the idea. Her mother was whimpering again after receiving this information. The girl, however, couldn't let one thought go. Uh, please, sir, will you tell me what the letter said? What information could they have possibly needed? Oh, wait, that's—that that's part of the What information could they possibly have needed? (laughs) The officer looked at her with a stern expression. He cleared his throat and started to recall the contents of the letter. Dear Joanne and Dieter, I have told you time and time again that this business will not succeed much longer. The police are growing suspicious of me. This is your final delivery. Uh... My last gift to you. (coughs) Sincerely, Helmut and it was the little girl yeah wow they were going to eat the little girl i mean why would you like obviously it's a scary story but if you if you were going to actually run like cannibal place why would you eat a little girl like this sure you want a big probably fat, not a lot of meat you, yeah you know a big fat man a well-fed man yeah yeah, yeah. You would. Well, maybe it's won. easier suppose, to, you know, send yeah, send easy child. Yeah, it's to lure a child. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like if there was yeah, some true.
1: some man, he'd be like, "Fuck off! You can deliver your own letter, you prick." Yeah, yeah. Maybe she is.
0: Maybe she's. Maybe she's like a fat little girl too. Yeah, it's true. She's a plump, a plump, yeah. little woman. Girl. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. That's fucked
1: up. Um, yeah, I've actually story, though. actually heard that story before. I knew what was gonna happen. Oh really? Because it was it was it was on the Yogpod. <laughs> Wait, was it really? It, it was, yeah. We've just done <laughs> no we keep copying
0: the yog pod <laughs> It was we on one of their, one of their stories <laughs> I don't even remember that one. I might not listen to it to it be fair. Amazing. I've not listened to every Yogpod. Although the way um, the way
1: the story was in it was a creepy It wasn't from horrible histories. The way it went in their episode was um the girl <clears> checked <throat> the letter herself out of curiosity because she thought it was a bit oh. weird. And the letter just said, this is the last one I will deliver you. Uh, so it's pretty much the same thing. Right. But yeah, that it's, it's, a, it's God, a good that's... little story to be fair. I like that one. That is a classic Horsey and Fox moment, just copying the Yogg's Copying cast, the from, like, fucking 15 years ago, however long it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I've, I've, started my, I've started re-listening to them. Um, it's so I started good. Yesterday. I used I used to listen to them every, like, sort of winter period, because yeah. that sort of felt right, especially with the first one being about snow. Yeah, yeah, um, snowcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't for years listened to them, so I started again. yeah mm. um, start again it's been it's been nice it's It's just so funny it's timeless you know yeah it is really good it's really yeah i think it's it's real it's It's my favorite
1: podcast joint with the ricky gervais show they're both they're both probably probably my my two favorites
0: so good yeah they're very good yeah thanks (laughs) thanks for the story Uh, thanks conor Sam. sam it's a good one i like that appreciate it appreciate it um okay the next one we've got here submitted is from disciple nick zan who says hey. g'day james and george i hope you're both feeling spooky this evening while i, I myself do not have any scary stories it turns out my girlfriend olivia has many stories and experiences Ooh, of her own cool she told me a few but i picked what seemed to be the best one hashtag to me without further ado hashtag let us it <laughs> hashtag to me <laughs> hashtag to me that's just uh, that's just a uh, yeah, that's an inside joke. oh okay that's, okay right. okay, um, okay, i don't get it that's right." Um it's just a bit that um you know do you know you is know it Flash? Clubhouse? No, it's oh, not. No. You know Flash, Flash Paradox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a it's just a bit that he does. He does that. Oh, okay. that's a bit okay. that he does. And <laughs> people picked up Hashtag to um, me. <clears throat> hashtag to me. Um Okay, okay, here we go. Let us begin. Let's do it. <clears throat> this is wait, is this whole thing in okay no yeah he's just he's put the whole story in like speech marks but it's not okay okay i was four years old lying in bed ready to fall asleep the room had little light but enough to see somewhat around the room i was completely under the covers as the room was very cold and i had naught but a small hole to see through and breathe from suddenly i felt this surge of intense fear and dread through my body a shadow passed over the hole it must have known i was there and almost immediately after passing over my bed, it looked straight through the hole and oh. into my eye. From this moment on, I was stiff as a corpse, unable to do anything but listen as this creature roamed around my bedroom. I could hear it breathing heavily in a raspy voice, and many, many feet tapping as it moved across the floor, walls, and ceiling. Oh. I experienced this I experienced this sleep paralysis for the entire night though I must have passed out from exhaustion at one stage, as I remember wake it, waking the next day while the sun rose. I had this experience several times over the last 15 years, oh. intended to appear when I was at my most vulnerable and when I felt most stressed about life. The most recent encounter I had with the creature was perhaps the most terrifying of all. I was lying in my bed in the flat I'd been living in for a year now. Everything seemed as normal as any night until the fear struck me once again fixing me in place i could hear the creature breathing its raspy breath heavier than usual as if it were enraged i looked straight at the doorway they were fixed on they were fixed on what stood there it stood tall and slender it had the figure of a centipede with many mm. arms and legs from its head to tail. The face was that of a human, but stretched, disfigured, so that it may seamlessly fix, fix to its head. Oh, what? That doesn't make sense, but oh. No, I don't know. That's still weird, though. Its <laughs> entire body was grey and sickly, decaying all over like it was rotting. It stared at me with intense rage for what seemed like hours, until, for the first time, it suddenly lunged at me, and I awoke. Panicked and afraid, my eyes had rolled back into my head. I wriggled and moved as much as I could to know I was free before regaining my sight and calming down. I hope that tickled your brains, lads. Happy Halloween, Nick. Ooh, that's a spooky one. That was. There's a spooky one. That was. There's a spooky sh- one. What happened to me? I I do not like sleep paralysis. It's like it's terrifying. It's like the most real. <coughs> scary thing that can happen to you because like ghosts aren't fucking real like you're never gonna encounter a zombie but like you can have sleep paralysis yeah and it feels real exactly that's it is genuinely the worst yeah Yeah. shit's
1: you can't move
0: you can't scream you gotta wiggle your toes and hope that that works and hope that it yeah snaps you out of it and it's oh it's not good i mean every time i've had sleep paralysis other than one time it's always just been I can't move. It's yeah. never been that there's something there. Yeah. Other than the one time it happened, but like that was not really anything. It lasted like a couple of seconds, and it was like, and I was also so aware that I was having sleep paralysis. That yeah, it's like just it don't didn't engage really freak with it. Me
1: out. You just sort of just get get into your own head. You're like, right, let get out of this. Look the toes.
0: Stay yeah. calm. And it's like keep yeah, breathing. It's like I'll be I'll be fine. It's yeah. not real. Yeah. But. But if you, you know, if you weren't aware and you did think it was real and, like, your brain was just not figuring it out, like, because obviously that happens when you're in a dream, like, you don't realise it's a dream until you're out of the dream. You yeah, usually... exactly, exactly. Um, so Seemed it could happen with sleep real. paralysis too. I, mean,
1: I had a sleep paralysis thing once in my old room where, mm-hmm. as you said, you open your eyes, but obviously your eyes aren't really open, but you yeah. think they are, and... My room was like inverted colors which was really fucking weird. So the walls were black and, and my TV was white and my old desk was white. Right. And there was like at the corner of my eye someone really tall standing over my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was pretty much it. And then that's I woke up. Horrible. It was really I don't weird. Like that. <laughs> it was
0: so weird. That's not I don't like that. That's <laughs> <a little weird. laughs> yeah, it's creepy. That is absolutely <laughs> horrible. <laughs> oh man sleep
1: paralysis is fucked up it is it's horrible oh, i don't gosh. get anything like that anymore it's literally just you know you you recognize that you're in sleep paralysis and you're like oh it's this bullshit again you're so used yeah. to it at this point
0: yeah yeah it's pretty yeah it's pretty easy to overcome really yeah it is i feel like although i suppose if you have it super severely like it wouldn't be but that's true
1: yeah some people have like really crazy episodes and stuff during their sleep paralysis. Yeah, for me, it's
0: usually just pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. And it's like, hey, we're all right. Pretty much. Um, uh, yeah. Was that the yeah. last Patreon story? That was the last Patreon story. Cool. So oh, we have a dream those... as well, don't we? Uh, we do have a dream. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to grab it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that someone's left. Now, I we don't know if this is supposed to be for the scary dreams. Yeah. Or like the, for the Halloween episode, but we're going to just read it. And we'll just pretend it is. Yeah, um, yeah. We shall read we'll. it regardless.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? Yeah, yeah, you can read it, go for it. Okay, so this is from King re Ria- Ria- s Kim Kim R I H Q Z Yes. Okay, so this is a dream. So this okay, fuck, I already fucked it up. <laughs> okay, so this dream is short and sweet. I remember I was sleeping and dreaming. I don't remember about what so it's strange to explain basically all this dreaming I was doing up to there it was like side quests like I was dreaming those things AFK and then I suddenly gained something that can be best explained as something similar to conscience like I wake up I start exist existing and that's like the freaking beginning of the dream <laughs> <laughs> So then after I like gained conscience I started driving on a remote highway When suddenly, everything went silent, except the car engine sound of me driving, but not any sound of the car itself. The suddenly, a loud rumble, a loud thunder. That's the only thing I listen. I naturally felt a bit strange. After driving a few more minutes on the highway, on which I was alone, I start feeling strange and uncomfortable, like something was rising inside me. I couldn't describe it better. I had a strange, uncomfortable sensation, something bad and scary, rising from me inside, slowly manifesting on my body. I started seeing weird shapes made of electricity form around me in the driving seat, like the electricity was flowing with no gravity, but very slow. So while the discomfort grew larger, and the flowing electricity was getting very slow, like at 0.25 times speed, (laughs) something huge, a big presence suddenly manifested itself from nothing. And a huge fucking lightning bolt hits me from the sky, while it started to rain instantly. I felt a pain so extreme that I can only describe, like, the type of pain you feel when you're on a real bad drug trip where you think you're gonna die because... Die in it because of how much it hurts. But I was experiencing the pain in slow motion. Everything was going in slow-mo except for my brain. So I remember that for the next real-life hours. I proceed to dream myself feeling intense pain, experiencing it in real time, while the pain was inflicting itself in slow-mo. Anyways, greetings from Italy. (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ, That was fucking wild. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was crazy.
0: Oh, my God. For the next real-life hours, I proceed to dream of myself feeling intense pain, experiencing it in real time. That's wild. Holy shit, dude. That is horrible. That's awful. Crikey. Oh, my God. That never happens to you again, Kim hope it never happens to me true true it's <laughs> horrible that is true that jesus was awful. christ jesus yeah that does count as a halloween one i think that's yeah for good. sure for sure yeah oh god thank you so much for the dream kim that was great appreciate it and there's also oh, a sure. comment
1: from orangutan enthusiast 4274 that says you soothe my fart addiction
0: oh thanks man appreciate yeah that. thanks orangutan enthusiast <laughs> thanks so much
1: <laughs> What the fuck! This is why we don't get any comments. Also, why does it say that the game we were playing in the last episode was Kingdom Hearts three? We didn't play anything. Oh god! This podcast is shambles. Okay, Jesus Christ! Right, creepy pasta time. Yes, and this will be the final segment of the spooky episode.
0: Fantastic. Well,
1: we have a couple of silly ones that we'll probably do first, which are. sort of from, from our past, you know, we read them many years ago, and they were very Mm. funny, um, and we haven't read them in so long, so we thought, you know what, let's fucking read them again, but I also found two that are really good, one is a more traditional sort of creepy story, and the other one is, like, very mental, but it's a very sort of existential situation that this guy finds himself in, it's a really good, well-written story, uh, so... Let's get into it. Do you want do you want to like alternate reading
0: or do you want to do
1: the uh, first we can two do.
0: or I don't know. Uh, y- uh yeah, maybe. Maybe <coughs> yeah, maybe. We should do God, these are all very long, aren't they? Okay, that's mm, fine. Mm. We'll uh, we'll just. I don't yeah, remember how a... how long the Wayne's Secret is. The Wayne's oh, secret looks shorter. Yeah, they got. Um, yeah. Dear Abby, though, is see the weird thing is, right? I'm looking at this now. Dear Abby, it's rated um zero point eight out of ten. Yeah, zero point it... eight. I remember it being like <laughs> good. <laughs> I always thought it was quite good, but oh, maybe it's probably I'm just shite. like shite. It's probably yeah. so shite, but that's funny. Oh, here you go. It tells you how long it takes to read them. Oh yeah, it does on the Creepypasta website. Yeah, so Dear Abbey is twenty-four minutes. Oh. off the beaten path is thirty-seven. Well, whoa, whoa, no, it's not. <laughs> surely it can't be that fucking long.
1: Uh, I mean, oh, then it is says like
0: estimated reading time twenty-seven. Yeah. So the the website says thirty-seven, but the actual thing says twenty-seven. We'll, we'll see how it goes.
1: We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's
0: spooky. Yeah, it's it'll spooky. be fine. Once we start reading, it'll be fun. Because exactly, it'll be good. I'm in no rush. Um, <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll do Lil Wayne's secret then. That's okay, the first one we've okay. got here. Which this isn't even. I mean, this isn't even on the Creepypasta website. This is this just is on Wattpad. Pad. <laughs> <laughs> and it has. It only has six thousand views. Yeah. How the fuck did we find this? I have no clue. Maybe the, the first time. On...
1: We, yeah, the first time we read it, I remember it being on creepypasta.com
0: Yeah. Like I remember I it being because I
1: remember the red and black sort of color scheme from that
0: website. Maybe it's been completely removed. I mean it's shit, so I won't be surprised if they purged it. Isn't it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be serious? I think it is, isn't it? Actually, like it's I don't supposed know. to be an attempt at writing a horror story. I'd... But it's just really fucking. Like fun. It was
1: written by someone who was who's like thirteen or something like that. I think
0: so. Okay. Did you, when we when we read this for the first time, did you read it? Uh, I don't remember
1: actually. I know I, don't I didn't. Who read it? it. I think we but... did. We not take it in turns. We were on Skype and we were, like, taking it in turns to read it. Oh,
0: probably. (coughs) Something like that. That That's so 2014. Fucking hell. (laughs) Right. Classic. Classic. (laughs) Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Lil Wayne's Secret by Tiffany Was Here For You. Mm. Regardless of whether you listen to hip-hop or not, I'm sure the vast majority of you have heard of Lil Wayne. His music is undoubtedly a part of pop culture. However, in the past, before his popularity was as high as it is today, which is kind of funny reading this now because he's not like, very popular these days. <laughs> he's not days. very popular now. No. Uh, just pretend it's 2013. Yeah. <laughs> um, he made a song called "I Feel Like Dying." Now, the actual subject matter is about what is about what it sounds like. Lil Wayne's drug addiction. However, there have been rumors starting around 2007 to 2008 that the song contained a hidden message if played in reverse. As one of the many that listened to it, I have to say, I was pretty creeped out after hearing it. Some people have taken the liberty of making lyrics to the reverse song, As ex- as and as expected, the lyrics vary from video to video. However, the content is always the same. Violence, murder, and something demonic.
1: As a so curious crazy. person,
0: I decided to do some research on the subject and haven't found much. When Wikipedia had an article on the song briefly, it said that Lil Wayne never commented on whether the rumors were true. Upon going for underground sources, I have some connections with people in the music industry. I uncovered that once during an interview, Lil Wayne was asked about the rumors regarding the song, and he reportedly ignored the question. Ooh. When the interviewer persisted, Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne just got up and left, <gasps> ending the interview prematurely. Ooh. It's a sore spot for Lil Wayne. It's deep. <laughs> another account, <laughs> another, account- wait, actually, hang on. Is this, is this what? I'm just checking. Do I have to? Oh, never mind. No, I was just being fucking stupid. Okay. Um, another account said that when a fan ran into him on the street and asked him about the room, he started yelling at him and cursing at him. When the fan kept asking, Lil Wayne assaulted him <laughs> <laughs> and told him to never mention the song again. Jesus. <laughs> never mention one of my most famous songs again, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there were several more accounts of things like this happening. However, one of the stories involved a woman actually being <laughs> murdered by fellow rappers and label mates, Drake I like how, I like how
1: Drake is involved in this. Like, the most harmless man ever. Drake <laughs> is not, Drake. like, a gangster.
0: Oh, God, that's so funny. Oh, no, he's just a nonce. Oh, uh, God! <laughs> using using the same music (coughs) industry connections i have i managed to get a hold of some backstage tickets at a concert he was having however the concert wasn't for another five months so i had to put my quest quest for answers on pause until then when the day of the concert arrived i sat next to some die-hard fans who kept screaming like most people do i'm always I'm always wondering how he became so popular despite his rap skills not being the best. <laughs> but I, wa- <laughs> but I wasn't one to question. <laughs> in a creepy pasta. <laughs> uh, but oh I gosh. wasn't one to question how a man makes his living, so I just kicked back and enjoyed the concert. The concert itself was unbelievably hyped up. There was so much energy, it was like a musician's idea of heaven. <laughs> I mean, a musician's idea of heaven is a little way in 2013. <laughs> Uh. Oh, <laughs> after the concert ended some hours later i went backstage and met lil wayne despite his lyrics he's actually a very sweet and homely guy when i was introduced to him by the bodyguards he was sitting down reading his, his b- bible his, his bible <laughs> <laughs> he got up and greeted me and he introduced me to the rest of the young money group drake shook my hand then walked out <laughs> <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> into the darkness That's, that's... <coughs> such a funny image <laughs> Jake shook her hand shook my my And hand just like <laughs> b- b- Turned around and walked into the darkness Out of sight uh, Why? <laughs> Jesus Christ Nicki Minaj gave me a hug and I won't lie I, <laughs> I wish that <laughs> hug lasted forever <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Young Money This is such an old story <laughs> it's Oh so god good. Uh, after shaking the rest of the group's hands and and chatting briefly with Tiger, I sat down to talk to Oh, Tiger's Wayne.
1: a nonce as well. He's the one that oh, dated no. Kylie Jenner when she was like 16.
0: What's he doing, Tiger, for God's sake? Fucking nonce. Uh, oh, God. We discussed religion and our faith. For those who don't know, Lil Wayne is a practicing Christian. The background stories behind his songs, the song Lollipop, was actually a dare by one of the song's producers, Jim Johnson to make a song about blowjobs jokingly releases a single <laughs> and, <laughs> and our, our lives. lives what <laughs> that's a bit of a weird like, bit of grammar what? <laughs> it's like that it's like that um new york times article because he just put like so much of it in brackets oh yeah we discuss religion and our faith and our lives
1: but there's a huge load of brackets
0: yeah there's like yeah. brackets within brackets no, it's because he did, he did, he did. I sat down to the when we discussed oh, religion yeah. and faith. For those who don't know, Lowen is a practicing Christian. The background stories behind his songs, the song Lollipop is yeah. actually a dare one, and, and our lives. lives. Okay, that is such <laughs> shit grammar. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Work on it, all right? <laughs> yeah. Make it better Come for the next on, one. Um, <clears throat> I was impressed by how intelligent this man really is. He's had a rough life growing up, and the Holly Grove area of New Orleans, and he. Uh, in the Holy Grove area of new orleans and he says he's blessed to have a career as successful as his i decided after about 30 minutes of chatting to bring up i feel like dying oh. as i brought it up his face went from happy and cheerful to just drained of its color like as if something terrified oh him. god as we'd start talking about the song he had told me he was in a hard time in his life when he wrote the song that without drugs he felt like he would die and then he tried to change the subject When I asked about the rumors of a hidden message in the song, he became visibly furious and denied that there was a hidden message. Oh, shit. When I I told him I had sources saying otherwise, he was now at the point of tears and told me to get get the fuck out. Get the fuck out! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. As security was escorting me out, I managed to catch a glimpse of him clutching his Bible and chanting Bible verses <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> the man was obviously afraid, and now it got me more curious. Why would this man just freak out and have me kicked out? I knew there was a reason, and I set out to find out. After some time had passed, I managed to get a hold of, I managed to get a hold of Cool and Dre. If you don't know who they are, they're hip-hop producers who have produced many of Lil Wayne's songs. I chatted with them as I mentioned the supposed hidden message I feel like dying. Dre just stomped out of the room and Cool just stood there with a frozen expression on his face. <laughs> <laughs> when I asked once again, he whispered to me, I can't explain. They'll hear us. Follow me. Ooh. When I asked who they were, he told me to follow him to his car. In caps. Car? Why is
1: that in caps? <laughs> I don't it's know. To quest objective.
0: When we, when we got follow to Follow Dre to his car. <laughs> <laughs> when we got when we got to it, he told me never to mention that so never to mention what he was going to tell me to anyone. Then he started the car and started driving after fifteen minutes of driving and cool being silent. We arrived at a large church. The church was already having sessions as I could see a swarm of people gathering inside. I followed cool into the church and he said, "All right, they can't hear us here when I asked who who he replied with the real producers of that song. Oh. Apparently, shortly after Lil Wayne's popularity exploded, he made a pact with a demon named Murmur. <laughs> In exchange for his soul, finding finding a few more people to make that same pact and allowing, him, and allowing him to possess Lil Wayne for a short period of time, he would make him one of the most popular rappers alive and make sure his career oh, prospers. Lil Wayne agreed and he started looking for new talent to recruit. He said that Murmur was the true writer of that song and that several of his minions were actually the producers. When Lil Wayne recorded the song, it wasn't really him. It was Murmur possessing <laughs> him for the sole purpose of making the song a reality. Amazing. <laughs> Lil Wayne has no memory of recording the song and after many years found new recruits. Those new recruits? We know them as Young Money. <laughs> <laughs> all the rappers in the young money group have made the same pact and lil wayne's deal was complete murmur kept his part of the deal and helped lil wayne and the young money group's careers become successful however lil wayne now regrets the deal because he now fears that his (laughs) fears for his soul and regularly attends church prays fanatically and reads his bible every chance he gets hoping it will be enough for god to forgive him and take the deal back he fears for his soul (laughs) oh god Cool then said he remembers one time going to the studio, going to a studio session when the song was being recorded he said murmur looked like a soldier with a uniform that resembled the french foreign legion what i don't remember this <laughs> the color of the uniform however was a mixture of red black and orange like fire and brimstone colors what the fuck <laughs> His face looks strangely human. Not anything you'd expect a demon to look like, but his pupils were pure black. Oh. Every- everyone's pupils are black. That's true. That's not different. That's true, what the fuck? <laughs> everyone's pupils are black. That is very true. Um, I guess he meant like his pupils were like huge and the size of his whole eye. Yeah, was... yeah his eyes were black, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes more sense. That's a weird um... bit of writing. <laughs> Right next to him was a strange animal that resembled a giant vulture. (laughs) What is this shit? This story sucks so bad. (laughs) (laughs) He said that it kept staring at him and he got extremely uncomfortable. The vulture. (laughs) He said Murmur spoke to Lil Wayne briefly before turning into a floating pile of dust and violently flying inside of Lil Wayne's mouth. Jesus
1: Christ. This story is so bad, isn't it? I forgot how genuinely bad this was. It's so good. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) The the Force knocked him down and and he started violently choking... And vomiting some foul smelling yellow substance. Ugh. When it ended, Lil Wayne slash Murmur went into the recording booth and started recording the normal started song. Started spitting some bars. <laughs> <laughs> he looked behind him and saw two very large demonic creatures mixing the songs and playing around with the instrumentals. The larger demon looked at him with glaring, bloodshot eyes and said in a low, booming voice to leave the room. Leave the room! We're cooking! <laughs> <laughs> Let him cook! Let him cook in the studio! Oh, oh God. fuck it, though. Then Cool told me, Now you know everything. Never tell anybody you heard this from me. Everybody involved in the making of that song is not supposed to reveal its true origins. That's why Lil Wayne gets aggressive when he's asked about it. They will drag us straight to hell if we ever told. Do you listen to Lil Wayne or the other Young Money artists? The lyrics aren't good. In fact, they flat out suck. Not wrong. It's because of this <laughs> pact is why they're so successful. The forces of hell make sure the weak-minded people who listen to their music <laughs> get sucked in and asked Jesus before. Christ. This person <laughs> hates young money. <laughs> he just hates them. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> now tell me your address. I'll drive you home. After driving me home, I watched him get in his car and drive off extremely quickly and recklessly. I kept replaying everything over in my mind. I couldn't believe it was true. But I guess this is pretty common. There are successful <laughs> artists who don't really have much talent today who are actually really popular. While it would be mad to assume they all made the same pact as Lil Wayne, it doesn't hurt to keep an open mind. Next time you hear conspiracy theories about popular artists selling their souls to the devil, keep an open mind because with some research, you just might find it true. <sighs> the most ridiculous story ever. Like genuinely Listen, one of the most I ridiculous how...
1: stories ever.
0: I love how this is written by someone who just like they're just like seething that Lil Wayne is hate a popular music. artist. Yeah, they're just like what the fuck. I mean, the fuck, why is he so popular? His fucking
1: Pact clearly didn't work out very well because he's like irrelevant now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe they took the pact back. Maybe he's reading with the Bible. I mean, Nicki
1: Minaj and Drake are still really big, so maybe they. Yeah, but maybe they they didn't read the Bible. Yeah, so God forgave Lil Wayne. And that's yeah. why he no longer makes good music. <laughs> yeah. But Drake and Nicki Minaj, they they, Murmur still controls them when they record exactly. their songs. You know. That's and who that's knows it. who else in the music industry today has that who same? Who knows pact who else? With, Justin with Bieber, Murmur. maybe. Justin Bieber, yeah. Uh, who yeah, who else? I know. You don't um, know. Megan I Stallion, am? you know. <laughs> she, you know. Maybe. You know, she she was even in She Hulk. That True. shows just how deep this rabbit hole goes. You know? Mm-hmm. She got so famous, she got that Disney money. Exactly. Murmur's involved in that. For sure. Makes a lot of sense.
0: <laughs> Lil Wayne is 41. Shit. Isn't that crazy? He released an album the other day, actually, didn't he? Did he? I don't know. Or
1: Where's his it's little discography. Out uh, New album 2023. It's like a collab oh, collaborative album. album. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. To- with two chains. Two
1: chains. Maybe he's got. but Maybe he's back in the game. I love how you said that. Like,
0: <laughs> like, like you're just like that's too many chains. <laughs> like two chains. Two. <laughs> Come on. Well, he's got greedy. so many? Well, he must have made a deal with Merma to have For that. For sure. Exactly. No, really? no one man should have all that chains.
1: <laughs> he's forty six. <laughs> fucking oh Jesus. These guys are old now.
0: Oh my god. Bro, that
1: that's no way in secret. It is a genuine schizophrenic ramble. That's what that that is. Um,
0: Genuinely incredible. Oh, God. Dear Abby. Do you want to do Dear Abby? Uh, sure, I'll do Dear Abby and then you can do the, the two, two that you've got. Okay. okay. This cool. is Dear Abby, okay. Estimated reading time, 18 minutes? That's not sure. too bad. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. God, I remember this fucking story. This is a classic. It's... It's got black boxes, and I, I assume they used to be pictures, but... Oh, that makes sense, yeah. They're not there anymore, because this story is very, very old. old. Yeah, very, it's 11 years old. old, so... Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right, here we go. Dear Abby, we've never met before, so this may seem a bit odd, but I feel this is necessary. My name's Jay, for starters. <laughs> I work at the checkout line at the grocery store up on the 67th street. You know the one with the parking lot that's way too big for the store itself? Yeah, that one. I'm 24, fairly tall, and have a rather scraggly appearance. You probably wouldn't recognize me if I came up to talk to you. I don't have a very memorable face. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> I don't really know why I'm telling you all this, to be honest. But this isn't the point of me writing you. I was working late night yes late at night yesterday. It was a very average day for the most part. Nothing too exciting happened, but you'd be surprised how interesting this job can get at times. I've been writing some book. The guy I've been I've been reading some book. The guy that 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 had worked that counter the shift before me had left. It was some really crappy murder mystery, chock full of cliches. Incredibly boring, if you ask me. But it's something to do, I guess. When you showed up though, my whole night changed. I don't know exactly what it was about you that caught my attention first, but as soon as I saw you, I got this odd feeling. A weird mix between excitement and terror. That's the best way I can describe it at least. I saw you walk into my line and I quickly composed myself. I've been slouching down in my chair for a while, since I rarely ever get anyone in my line. It was only it was only when you got closer that I realized what what about you had caught my attention. You were absolutely beautiful. Ooh, you walked up and said, Average Discount hey. mod. <laughs> You walked up and said, Hey, and handed me your cart. <laughs> just handed the cart. You handed yes, it. <laughs> hand I were like, Here you go, <laughs> take it, yeah. my cart. <laughs> oh, I could tell by the way you were talking and the way you looked that you were very sleep deprived, though this wasn't surprising considering how late it was. After a second or two of awkward silence, I realised that you greeted me. I suddenly forced out a hi in response. I cursed myself out mentally for that one. I sat there for a second, trying to focus. What's your name? I said. It's only later I realised how odd this must have seemed. What kind of grocery bag guy asks what someone's name is? I'm glad I did, though. I remember you said you're, you're, you were named Abigail, but you go by Abby for short. Abby seemed to fit so perfectly. The name rolled off my tongue as I said it back to myself silently. It was like sweet honey. It just felt as good, it just felt good as I said it. You seemed to be perplexed when I looked back at you, and I wondered if I'd done something to upset you shouldn't you be packing those you said and pointed to your groceries suddenly shocked and embarrassed i looked up and apologized then clumsily started shoving groceries in the bag as fast as i could i couldn't believe myself how stupid could i be but when i looked up i realized you were laughing Ooh. <laughs> you're kind of cute you said hey i tried to play it off cool but i was obviously thrilled. crazy because a Ron girl like a this pin. thought i was cute yeah he was and he fumbled it. how do you fumble that <laughs> Uh, well, we're gonna find out. Um, a girl like this thought I was cute. You are too, I said. as I hastily packed the rest of the groceries. As you walked out, you turned around as you reached the door and said, Have a good night. I'm guessing I look pretty stupid writing all this down. You probably still remember it. I mean, it did just happen yesterday. But I went home ecstatic that night. With all the confidence in the world. I feel like it's, uh, I feel like it's almost unreal writing it back here. Anyways... I wanted to write you this letter, Abby, to tell you that I love you. Ooh. I don't know what it was that I felt that night. It was some weird mix of emotions. But all I know is that even <laughs> in a small little transaction we had, I felt as if there was something between us. Please write me back soon. Sincerely, Jay.
1: P.S. I want to, give, <clears throat> I want to pay for Discord Nitro for you. <laughs> My kitten. <laughs> I want to be able to use custom emotes on your server. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Jesus Christ. This is like this story is like uh, the show you. Oh yeah, it's you before you. This is like this is like yeah, Joe Goldberg's inner monologues in his This head.
1: is where they got the idea actually for for the show. Yeah,
0: it it wasn't the novels that it's based on. It was it this. was this. Yeah, I didn't know it that was, was novels. This. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the novel actually. Yeah, yeah. This is the um, novel exactly. Yeah, this this creepy pasta. Um. Okay. Letter number two. Dear Abby. It's been a week since I sent my last letter and I still haven't gotten a response, but that doesn't matter. How have you been? My life's just be- uh, my life's been just as normal as usual. Get up, go to work, go to bed. I live in a really shitty apartment, but I guess that's what you get when you work as a grocery store bagger. I've thought about you a lot lately and sometimes I wonder if you still remember me. I saw you again today at work. This time it was at a more reasonable hour, thankfully. I didn't want to bother you to see if you'd approach. I didn't want to bother you to see if you'd approached me on your own. You came to my line again, which made me absolutely thrilled. This time I was less nervous. I was going to act normal no matter what you did or said. I wasn't going to let a girl like you slip through my fingers. As you walked up, you muttered something that was too quiet for me to make out and waited at the end of the counter for me to finish packing your groceries. This obviously wasn't what I had expected, but it wasn't all too bad. You didn't seem to feel anything at all, actually. I was expecting you to either come up and talk to me or avoid me like the plague, but instead you just walked on through as if I was another stranger. This makes me wonder if you got my last letter. You should check your mailbox more often. There was one moment where I felt something though. I looked over briefly to see what you were doing and at the t- same time, you seemed to look up at me to see how far along I was. Right then, our eyes locked. Only for a second or two, but in those two seconds, I saw so much more in you than I had seen last time. I felt as if I'd known you for many years. Like, I'd know- like I knew all your intricate feelings and emotions. Did you feel anything like that with me? Shortly after, I'd finished packing your bags, you paid and walked out. Obviously, this was a pretty normal process for me, considering I do it about 50 times every day, but I've been determined since the night I wrote you that letter that the next time I saw you, I was going to get more out of it. I kind of screwed that one up. I wasn't satisfied with it. I had to... I had to have more. There's a little room in the very back left corner of the (coughs) grocery store designated for Stark. That's where shit gets dark. Yeah, yeah, it is. In there... in there though i knew they kept all of the security footage from the day all staff are informed of this and and the security cameras locations when they're hired luckily for me there's one positioned right next to my counter i waited until i waited until the store closed up and everybody left and i went in after flipping through a few of the tv screens i found the one that was connected to the camera by my counter i rewinded it until uh until about when i remember you coming in after a few minutes of scanning i'd found it there you were I paused on the best still shot I could find. I knew the camera wouldn't do you justice, but it was the best I could have for now. Having a longer look at you, I realized how truly perfect you were. Every feature of your body, your hair, your face, your legs, your chest. It was just perfection. I rewinded the tape to when you'd first come up to my line a few times. I couldn't help myself. My eyes were glued to the screen. After a few minutes of consideration, I popped out the tape and shoved it in my pocket, and then I drove home. I knew I wasn't allowed to, I could very well be fired for taking such actions, but I couldn't help myself. I had to have you with me at all times, even if this means me losing my job. Abby, I love you. I love everything about you. I think about you constantly now. Do you feel the same way about me, Abby? I just want us to be together forever. Right back soon. Yours truly, Jay. it gets worse. It's building. All right. Letter number three. Dear Abby, it's been three days and I still haven't gotten a reply. Why don't you want to talk to me? I'm still unsure if you got my last two letters. Please tell me if you have. So I got five from my job. They found the missing tape. I got a call from the store owner, my boss, at 6am on Monday and was told to come in immediately. They were having a mandatory all staff meeting. When I got there, all of the staff was gathered around a small table with the owner at the head of it. Once everyone had arrived, he told us that apparently there had been a minor robbery yesterday. They'd had about $200 worth of stuff taken from them and one... And the one tape that would have shown them who the culprit was, I had taken. Just my luck. <coughs> he Told us that no one was going to leave the room until someone confessed. After a few minutes, I finally gave in. I told him everything about how I felt. About how I felt as if me and you had some I kind of connection. Think
1: my window is open, actually. Sorry, won't.
0: Oh <laughs> fuck! And
1: stepped on my headphone wire and just nearly killed oh, myself. No. Right. Give me a second, sir. I do think my. Oh. Okay. Nearly fell over then again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. It was open. Right, that makes sense. Sorry, yeah,
0: that's that makes a lot of sense. Get re-immersed. Okay, okay, we're 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 back. Um, shit, where was I? Uh, Uh, Yeah, when he confessed. Okay, okay, yeah, he confessed. Okay, I told him everything about how I felt as if me and you had some kind of connection. After explaining the whole story, the entire room was staring wide-eyed. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I know. Imagine sitting there and like your boss is like, well, "Who stole this?" And you're like, "I stole it," but the reason I stole it is because this woman came up to, like, pay for her groceries. And she was so beautiful and she had such nice, nice tits. I had to, I just <laughs> had to get the tape. I had, to, I needed the tape because I needed to watch <laughs> it back a million times at home because I'm in love with her. Shit's crazy. I'd call the police. That's, I would also do that too. Yeah, that would be number one immediately. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all staring wide-eyed at me. After I finished, I sat there in silence for several seconds. Suddenly, the store owner broke the tension. Jay, you're fired. Get out of here and don't come back, he said. As I did, uh, 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 I did as I was told and got out of there as fast as I could. That stupid prick, he's always treated me like shit. He's been on my case since the day I got the job. I swear he's been waiting for me to do one little thing that could justify firing me. And the one time I slip up, he finds out. Why didn't he understand, though? Doesn't he get that you and I are meant for each other? Any rational man would have understood that. Anyone put in my situation would have done that, right? I've been searching you up a lot lately. With no job, I have all the time in the world to spend learning about you. Do you know how much you can find out about a person with just a first name and a town of residence? I found your last name's Marit. What a beautiful name. Abby Marat. Marritt's a horrible help- last name. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking
1: vegetable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it does rhymes with carrot. Uh, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it, that is. That's why. It's like marrow and carrot in one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Abby Marrot. Um, I can't help but say it aloud whenever I think about you. <laughs> imagine Abby thinking Marret. about someone. Say, say <laughs> saying their name out loud to yourself. <laughs> and imagine it's fucking Abby Marrot too. <laughs> that's their Such name. A shit name. Oh god, that's funny. <laughs> oh god, um, Abby Marrot. F- <laughs> Sorry. I also found you're 24, and you live a mile away from me. I drove down to your apartment complex today. It looks very nice, much nicer than the where I live. I asked to see you multiple times, but I was told that you weren't there every time. I felt more and more discouraged every time, but I was determined to see you again. After a few hours of asking, I decided to stay back in the parking lot for a while and watch you come back. After many hours of waiting for it, wait wait but, but, but after many hours of waiting, you did. It was it was late at night around 10 I believe. I saw you pull up in your car and get out. I felt a sudden rush of warmth seeing your face again. I know I have the security camera tape to look at, but it doesn't compare to seeing you in real life. I made sure to record it for later when I was at home. This time with a much higher with a much higher quality camera. I wanted to capture as much detail as possible. I didn't know the next time I would see you, and the security tape wasn't enough for me anymore. Ooh. I asked the woman at the front desk multiple times what your room number was, but she refused to tell me. Good woman. She th- Yeah, that's that's what you should do. For sure. She thought I was some sort of creep. See, Abby, these people don't understand us. They don't understand what we feel for each other. I ended up waiting in the parking lot a little while longer until someone came out. After talking to him for a bit, he told me what your apartment number was. He didn't want to talk at first, but I made him. You'd be surprised what you can make people tell you when you're holding a knife to their chest. Crazy. Don't worry. I didn't hurt him too bad, but we can't have someone interfering with us. Don't you agree, Abby? I'm sick of all these people trying to keep us apart. I ended up watching you from the parking lot for a while. Once I found out your room number and how the rooms in this complex were organised, it wasn't hard to locate it. You should be more careful about shutting your blinds, you know. I was easily able to watch you from the parking lot. I can't get you out of my head anymore, ever. All I do is watch that video I took of you over, uh, over and over abby i want to be with you forever i want to wake up in the morning and see you next to me in bed i cannot wait until the next time i see you again love Ooh. jay
1: love he started <clears throat> signing it off with love
0: oh subtleties <clears throat> the subtleties in, in subtle the storytelling story. what a genius mildew. genius story this is yeah, it really is this is like a master masterful writing experience i'm hooked um i'm hooked I can't wait to find out what happens despite having read this story at least seven times in my youth. Um, (laughs) Okay, next up. Dear Abby, I have some really exciting news, Abby. I'm moving in with you. Aren't you excited? We could spend hours and hours and hours together. It'll be just perfect. Let me explain. My job paid just enough so I could make rent and pay for food every week. Because of this, I had little to no money in savings. Nowhere near enough to last a very long time. When you take that money flow away, it doesn't take very much time for you to have nothing left. I was able to get by for a few days, but just today I got evicted. This could actually be better than I thought than I had originally thought. I wouldn't be surprised if that guy that gave me your room number has been able to contact the police by now. This way, they won't be able to find me, and we get to spend all the time in the world together. It's perfect, isn't it? I made sure to bring all of my tapes and photos I've taken with me, though. And cameras, of course. You should really... Uh, You should really tell whoever's managing your apartment complex to get better staff. I was able to get by security easily. I went up to your room and knocked on the door, but I got no answer, so I decided to get in by other means. After scanning the footage I took from last night over a few times, I noticed that you have a ventilation shaft in the corner of your room. Not surprising, considering how hot it can get in the summer here. I figured there had to be some kind of maintenance hatch I could use to to get in through. After a few minutes of looking around I found a door at the end of your hall that seemed to be some kind of staff room and luckily there was a way there was a way <coughs> there I crawled through them until I got to your room and it was very cramped and hard to move around in but I managed when I got when I got there though I felt a rush of success I figured since the lights were out and I couldn't see you that you weren't home but I'm patient I scanned every part of your room trying to memorize all the intricate details your scent overwhelmed me as I sat there. I had caught it briefly during the few times I saw you at the store, but never this strong. It was mesmerizing. I couldn't quite place my finger on it, but it reminded me of something. It was almost like peaches. I I sat there hunched over for a few hours, though I've taught myself to be extremely patient. I can sit completely motionless for hours at a time, not moving a muscle. No one was going to notice me. Then you finally got home. I felt a wide smile form on my face the second I heard the door open. There you were, my love. Of course, you took no notice to my presence. The light in your room seemed to be angled perfectly, so you couldn't see anything in the vent after the first few inches. I tried to contain my excitement, but I started breathing very heavily. I tried to cover it up as best I could, but it was hard. You suddenly looked right at the vent. I went completely silent. After a few seconds, though, you seemed to lose interest. This made me smile this was the perfect spot he's venting <laughs> he's fucking among us <laughs> he's literally among us <laughs> oh my god I could tell you would, I could tell I'd startled you though all throughout the night you were turning over in your sleep to look at the vent people seem to have a sense for when they're being watched it can send them into a complete panic don't try to fake it Abby I can tell when someone's awake when someone's truly scared sleep becomes impossible why are you so scared anyways it's just me why would I scare you you do love me, right? You know I love you. I'm looking forward to spending every day with you now, Abby. Right back if you can. Love, Jay. Ooh. Okay. Dear Abby, I saw you wake up this morning. I didn't sleep a wink last night. You were too enthralling. I spent the whole night watching you. I couldn't help it. Anytime I tried to look away, my eyes seemed to be drawn back a few seconds later. You look even more amazing when you're sleeping, you know. You'd be surprised at how much you can learn about a person's personality by watching them sleep. I was tempted to get out of the vent to get a better view of you multiple times in the night, but I resisted the urge. I couldn't have you figuring out I'm here. Not yet, at least. You seem to spend a lot of time in your bathroom in the morning. I assumed you were taking a shower or putting on makeup. Why would you do that, Abby? Anything you could do to change the way you naturally look would only cover up your true beauty. Okay, it's
1: definitely a Discord mod. <laughs> how dare you wear makeup? You don't need You're lying. that. lying. You don't need that, love. <laughs> Fuck you know.
0: Oh my god. Why would you want to do that? Don't you want the whole world to see what I see in you? (coughs) You left shortly after uh, you left shortly after to work, or at least that's what I assumed. After careful consideration, I decided to leave the vent. I slid my hand through one of the slits and felt around for one of the bolts. The surface of the vent was very smooth, which made it very easy to find. I grabbed onto I grabbed onto one and twisted it as hard as I could, and finally was able to pop it off. I did this with all of the other bolts and finally removed the grating. The first thing I did was go over to the bathroom. I quickly disposed of everything I could find that you used to mask your face. Fucking hell. That stuff disgusts me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this way, everyone will get to see how you truly are. I also found something else in there. Your hairbrush. I grabbed it and brought it close to my face to examine it. It was a dull blue with a very thick rounded handle, but that wasn't what interested me. The hairs. That's what made me so interested. I took a good few minutes to pull out every one of them I could uh, I could see out, of, uh, out and line them up on your counter. I counted them, I've got, I'd gotten 59. This pleased me greatly. <laughs> I quickly scooped them up and put them all into my pocket. Ugh. I spent the rest of the day going through your stuff to learn more about you, your interests and such. I take it that you're a big movie fan, Abby. I found your collection in the back of your closet. I have to say, it was quite impressive. I found something else in there that made me mad, a picture of you with another man. It disgusted me just looking at him, holding you like he owned you. I'm the only one who can have you, Abby. No one else. At about 8.30, I considered starting to get back into the vent. Wait, so she's got a boyfriend,
1: but she was saying, oh, you're cute to a guy at the store.
0: Well, maybe she, maybe. It's only been maybe, like a week. Well, it could be that she's, it could be that she met someone recently, or it could be, it could be like a dad,
1: True or brother. True, or like, it could be anyone.
0: Yeah, or it, it's in a cupboard, so it could be like an old relationship. Maybe that maybe is died. true. It could. That is true. Yeah, it could be a million things. That's um, very true. Yeah, you never know. Sorry, Abby. <laughs> yeah, <You're> yeah, <laughs> yeah. i <ridiculous>. be married. <laughs> <laughs> um i considered starting to get back into the vent since that's usually about when you get back from work then i had another idea i looked at your bed the blankets hung low enough to the floor that you couldn't see underneath the bed unless you unless it were lifted up the first i first screwed the vent the vent grating back on slowly slid under with a smile on my face and waited for you to get home when you finally came in you looked completely pale and i noticed someone else came in behind you They were talking to you about hearing noises coming from your room throughout the day. I mentally yelled at myself. I would need to be more careful from now on. Going under the bed had been a good idea though, since obviously your first thought was to check the vent. You thanked the person and they left. Finally, you and I were alone. I sat there in silence until you went to bed. It seemed to be an eternity before you did. I wanted to get a closer look at you tonight, and this was my chance. You got in bed and turned off the lights. I was cautious though. I waited for hours to make sure you were asleep and when I was sure you were, I slowly slid out from under the bed, and I saw you there. You looked absolutely stunning. Every curve of your body was perfect. Every little detail was beautiful. I was in awe just looking at you. I reached out my hand and started to stroke your face. It was soft like silk. I felt myself starting to get hard. Your beauty was overwhelming. I slowly reached down and started to pleasure myself. I tried to control myself out of worry of waking you up. But I couldn't help it. I felt pure ecstasy. Everything about you was perfect. Suddenly you turned and started to wake up. Horrified, I quickly slid back under the bed trying to be as quiet as possible. A uh, A few seconds I saw you get out of bed and look around. I could sense your fear even without looking at you. You should feel calm with me around you, Abby. I'll protect you, Abby. No one will ever touch you but me. I'd kill someone for you, Abby. I made sure to pay attention today. You didn't bring in my letter from yesterday or any mail at all. You must not just check you must just not check your mailbox I'm gonna change that though I'm going to leave this one on your desk tomorrow oh god oh I forgot to mention I'm making something special for you check in your closet after you read this yours forever Jay Ooh, here we go things are cooking things are cooking up All right <clears throat> dear Abby I spent more time today working on the surprise while you were at work you're really gonna love it Abby I've put a lot of work into it you know I spent a few hours today putting the finishing touches on it, and I think it's finally ready for you to see. You got home at about 8.30 again, and saw the letter laying on your desk. Almost immediately, I started to smile as I saw you open it, waiting to see your reaction. It was really quite interesting watching your face. I could see all your different emotions and thoughts. You seemed to be confused at first, then shocked, then horrified. You started to shake violently, and I saw that you were starting to cry. Do you not like me, Abby? Why were you crying? Don't you love me? don't you love me abby (laughs) everything after that was a blur you looked over at the closet while still sobbing you seemed to be contemplating whether to open it or not instead you ran past it and out the door when you came back you had all my letters in your hand and started going through them at some point you seemed to break down and curl up on the floor in tears still rolling down your face i could tell you were desperately trying to say something anything but you were paralyzed in fear after about 10 minutes I saw you look under the bed, in the vent, anywhere I could be. You see, though, Abby, I'm smarter than that. I (coughs) knew you'd look in those places. I found a better place. I found a better place after I finished your surprise. You'll never find me here. No one will. Isn't it great? I can watch you forever and ever, and there's nothing you or anyone can do about it. You hadn't found your surprise yet, though, Abby, and I could tell you were still thinking about it. I saw you look over to the closet. I knew you wanted to open it, but at the same time, you were nervous. What was going to be in it? What would you find? This couldn't last forever, though. You and I both knew that. I watched you slowly walk over to your closet, fumbling with the handle, trying to get a firm grasp on it. Suddenly, you flung the doors open and saw it. It was a scrapbook of me and you. I saw you flipping through the pages. You seemed to be shocked. Do you not like it, Abby? I got pictures of you from when you weren't looking. Pictures of you sleeping. Pictures of you at your computer. I'd scattered the hairs i collected throughout it along with pictures of couples together like a fucking mood board of course with our faces on them of course with our faces on them though i got that picture of you with the other guy and put it at the very back except i didn't leave it like it normally was i scratched that little prick's face off i hate him so much if i knew who he was i would hunt him down and make him suffer Most well-adjusted don't you- <laughs> Twitter <user. laughs> don't you get it abby no one no one can have you but me me and you are meant for each other no one else I watched you sob for another 30 minutes and then get up and run out of your apartment. Shortly after, you came back with multiple policemen. This shocked me. Did you not like the surprise, Abby? Why would you bring these people into our room? They'll never find where I am, but if they did, it could ruin everything. All my work from the last few weeks would be for nothing. You wouldn't want that, right, Abby? I'm exhausted from today's work. And as much as I love you, I need sleep, Abby. Have a good night. I love you. The fuck is he hiding? I don't think he ever says. Uh, Yeah... No, I don't think so. I think it's because it's a <laughs> shit story, and the writer has no true, idea. True, 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 true. It either. is a dreadful
1: story. It is awful. It's also
0: like Abby. Abby also her reactions are just like leave, yeah. literally leave. Why dude. would you? You check... stayed in there for how long? What? Yeah, she was there for like forty minutes. She the, when she read the fucking letter about him being under under her bed, she ran out, got the letters, came back in, and went through them all. Like d- he might still be there. Yeah, that's crazy. And he, he was still there. So she and he was, was. being yeah. silly. Yeah. What the fuck stupid. All right. Okay. I think this is the final letter now. I think it is. Um, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. Dear Abby, do you see what you've done, Abby? Do you see what you've done? I woke up at 8 a.m. to see you frantically packing your bags. I was confused at first, but then I understood you were leaving me. You don't love me. You don't love me. How could you do this to me, Abby? You were the only thing I wanted in life. I had nothing else to live for. But when I first met you, I saw a shimmer of hope. I thought that I'd finally have a reason to wake up in the morning and go on with my shitty life. And then you went and threw that away. How could you do this to me, Abby? After a few seconds, a few seconds after you left your room, I got out of my hiding spot and followed behind you. I saw you throw your bags in the back and then get in your car and start it. I wasn't going to let you get away though, Abby. I would never let that happen. I ran as fast as I could to your car and smashed the window and dragged you out. Jesus. Did you really? <laughs> why is he writing this bit? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why I... is he It's for this? the audience. It's for <laughs> us. Did you really think you could get away from me, Abby? I had to hit you over the head to knock you out. You're making too much noise. Someone else, someone that doesn't understand, could have could have seen and ruined everything. Well, I had a plan for if you reacted like this. I drove out to the storage unit at the edge of town. I've reserved a slot that, I've I'd reserved a slot the day I decided to move in with you. I drove up and unlocked it. I, I grabbed you and that. carried you inside. I uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just he does. Um, I carried you inside it with me. It had only been a few minutes since uh, so you were still unconscious. I made sure to check through your pockets to make sure you didn't have your phone with you. I set you down at the very back of the small room and then I and then I got in and lowered the door. I called the owner of the storage unit and told him that I visited my lot the other day and forgotten to lock it and asked him if he would mind locking it for me. Of course, he said yes. And I hung up. I then threw the phone on the ground and stomped on it to make sure that it would never work again. Shortly later, I heard the owner come up and lock the door about an hour later i saw you start to get up i first heard a very faint grunt and then i saw your legs start to move shortly after you were fully awake when you saw my face you started to scream which then subsided into a whine then a whimper that's when you saw it the one thing in the room my knife it was obvious why it was there and after a second or two of realization you jumped and grabbed it I looked you dead in the eyes and said, Abby, I love you. And then felt a searing pain of the knife being driven into my side. I felt it being pulled out and jabbed back with great force. I could feel it. Go- how is he writing this bit? I could feel yeah, it go really each time like a fire burning a hole through my chest. I fell to the floor laughing while coughing up blood. I saw you back away, trembling, and sit down in the corner. And now as I sit here in a puddle of my own blood writing this. okay, I wonder how you will go out. I don't know why he's still fighting. Will you use the knife to take your own life, or will you let starvation take you? Either way, we'll be together in death, Abby. Together from the day I saw you till the day we both died, just as I wanted it. And as you sit there crying, I can tell you've come to this realization. Abby, this is all I ever wanted, and for that, I have to say thank you. Love, Jay. Wow. Wow. 0.89 out of 10. That's crazy. It's... I mean, it is pretty bad, actually. Like... It is really bad. It actually is shit. Yeah, the concept is good,
1: but, you know. This comment here, just found this while binging through the archives. I'm wondering how it's possible for a story to have a rating
0: of less than one star. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the thing, right? Like, this does suck, but it's not that bad. Like, less than a star... Out of 10. Yeah, I mean, it's just not very interesting, is it?
1: Yeah. Like, I, I like think what it's... about any of that is particularly interesting?
0: It's just shit. I suppose it's interesting when you're like 13. True. You're like, true, true, true. You like, you find it for the first time. You're like, ooh, that's creepy. There's some disturbing um... parts
1: of it, like, that, you know, but I'm sure like a <clears throat> younger person would find, like, when he starts, like, you know, masturbating
0: over a sleeping yeah. body. Yeah. I think it really is like. If you was written by like a young teenager. Yeah. It, it's like and they just don't understand what like story. makes it compelling or interesting or yeah, like good. Yeah. Like it's just a bit silly. So bad. That's like but, worse than I remember you know, it being
1: as well. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> classic. So classic.
1: It is a classic. September twenty-ninth, oh twenty twenty twelve was when it was written. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. My god. Right. Classic. Amazing. Do you want to skip the, se- the third story that's really long and just go to the last one?
0: We can do it if you want. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And
1: maybe I can read the next one next week or something like that, because <laughs> it is genuinely a good story. Um, obviously, okay. it won't yeah, be Halloween yeah, yeah. anymore, but...
0: You could just save it. Save it for next Halloween. For the next year. Yeah, we could. We could. We could. Halloween
1: special too. <laughs> Spectacular. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> this one's pretty good. <laughs> It's called, if you're armed and at the Glenmont Metro, please shoot me. Estimated reading time, 12 minutes. Okay. If you're armed and at the Glenmont Metro, please shoot me. Make it a headshot. Shoot me in the temple, aiming slightly downwards. I need the bullet to travel the shortest possible distance through my brain before it hits my hippocampus. If I'm lucky, the sensation of the gunshot ripping through my skull will only last a few decades.
0: Jesus Christ, as most fuckin' just a person at the Glenmont Metro... <laughs> <laughs> God.
1: As awful as this sounds, you'll be doing me an enormous favour. Death by a headshot as soon as possible is vastly better than the alternative. My, or- my ordeal started over 10,000 years ago at 10.15 this morning. I earn extra money by participating in drug trials. I'm a so-called healthy subject who takes experimental drugs to help assess side effects. Once it was a kidney drug, a few times it's been something for blood pressure or cholesterol. This morning they told me the drug I took was a psychoactive substance intended to accelerate brain function. None of the drugs I had tested so far have ever done anything for me, in the recreational sense. In other words, none of the drugs I've tested have given me a killer buzz, or mellowed me out or anything. Maybe I've always ended up in the placebo group, but nothing I've tested had affected me at all. Today's drug was different, this shit worked. They gave me a pill at 10.15 and told me to hang out in the waiting room until they called me back for some tests. Only about 30 minutes, the research assistant told me. (laughs) I flopped onto the waiting room couch and read a few articles from a copy of Psychology Today that was sitting on the coffee table. They hadn't called me back when I finished the Psychology Today, so I picked up a US News and read it cover to cover. Then I read an old Scientific American. What was taking them so damn long? I sluggishly turned my head to look at the wall clock. It was only 10.23 am. I had read all three magazines in eight minutes. I remember thinking this was going to be a long day. I was right. The waiting room had, little, had a little bookshelf with some used hardcovers on it. Then I stood up to walk to the bookshelf. It felt like my legs barely worked. It's not that they were weak, they were just slow. It took a full minute just to stand up off the couch, and another minute to take two steps to the bookcase. I scanned the old books on the shelf and picked out a copy of Moby Dick. My arms had the same problems as my legs. Just reaching one foot in front of, just reaching one foot in front of me to grab the book took a long time. I actually got bored just waiting for my hand to reach the spine of the book. I slogged back to the couch and collapsed onto it, in a slow-motion fall that reminded me of the low-gravity hops of astronauts on the moon. I opened Moby Dick, slowly, and began reading. I started with the Call Me Ishmael, what does that even mean? I started with Call Me Ishmael, and got as far as Ahab throwing his pipe into the sea, which was all the way to friggin' chapter 30, before they called me back. How are you feeling? the research assistant asked me. I feel slow, I said actually it's the other way around everything seems slow because you're so fast but my legs my arms they're moving in slow motion your body seems like it's moving slowly because your brain is fast your brain is running 10 or 20 times faster than normal you're thinking and perceiving reality at an accelerated pace but your body is still constrained by the laws of biomechanics frankly you're moving much faster than a normal person she pantomimed the jogging motion But your brain is running so much faster right now, that even your fast walk seems very slow to you. I thought about my slow motion flop onto the waiting room couch. Even if my muscles had slowed down, my body would still react to gravity the same way. But in the waiting room, I even fell in slow motion. Slow muscles couldn't explain why gravity seemed weaker. My brain was going at warp 10. That's how I managed to read three magazines, and the first 30 chapters of Moby Dick in 15 minutes. They ran a series of tests on me. The physical tests were fun. They made me juggle three balls, then four, then six. I had no problem keeping six balls in the air, because they seemed to be moving so slowly. It was boring, frankly, waiting for each ball to move through its arc so I could catch it, with my slow motion hands, and toss it back (laughs) into the air. They threw Cheerios in the air, and I caught them with chopsticks. They dropped a handful of coins, and I counted the total value before they hit the ground. The cognitive tests were less fun but very illuminating. Finishing a 50-word search, finishing a 50-word word search in three seconds, solve an intricate maze drawn onto a poster-sized paper in two seconds, view a slideshow projected at 10 images per second, and answer detailed questions about what I saw, 95% correct. They told me I measured over 250 on the Knopf scale. Apparently, that's deep into the superhuman range of thinking speeds. Then they sent me home. It'll wear off in a few hours, they said, which will seem like days to you. Try to use the residual effects to get some work done. Catch up on work emails while you're still in high speed mode. Ugh, <coughs> oh, just gotta clear my lungs out. The ride home was horrible. It was only three metro stops. And in real-world time, it only took about 35 minutes, but in my drug-accelerated hyper-time, it felt like days, days, just walking out of the medical research suite to the elevator seemed like it took an hour. I sprinted out of the office, willing my legs to push me faster, but the laws of biomechanics held me prisoner. As accelerated as my brain was, I couldn't do anything to make my legs work faster. The huge disconnect between my body and mind made it extremely difficult to judge how and when to slow down, turn, or rotate my body. I had basically turned into giant slow motion spaz. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was written a bit. <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> a giant slow motion spaz. Not even what? a giant <laughs> slow motion spaz, just giant you... <laughs> slow motion spaz. <laughs> like that's a person, that, that's a thing that exists.
1: Oh God. I misjudged my speed and rammed into the wall by the elevator button at a pretty good speed. Even though I could see the wall coming at me, I couldn't make my finger outstretched to hit the elevator button, move away fast enough, and I jammed it against the wall. Hard. The pain was intense. If my brain had been running at regular speed, it probably would have only hurt for 30 seconds or so. But in my accelerated state, The intense pain seemed to last for half an hour, 45 minutes maybe. The elevator ride was horrible, it felt like I spent 4 or 5 hours just descending 7 floors, with nothing to look at but the interior of the elevator car. I sprinted to the metro station. I have to admit, this part was almost fun. Even though my body moved at what seemed to me super slow speed, I could still carefully choose how and where to place my feet, swing my arms and turn my torso. It only took a block or two to getting used to having a brain that ran two dozen times faster than my body. Then I basically sprint danced the rest of the way, twisting and juking between people on the sidewalk, and dodging moving cars with inches, aka minutes, of clearance. (coughs) I spent an hour, in my time frame, descending into the subway and running to the platform. Endless tedium waiting the six minutes for the red line train to arrive. Although there was more to look at on the metro platform than inside the elevator, it was still intensely boring. I should have stolen that copy of Moby Dick. The red line train roared into the station in slow motion. The normally high pitched squeal of its brakes was frequency shifted by my high speed mind to a long low tone, like a monotone tuba solo. It wasn't just the squealing subway train that was three octaves lower than normal. Wait, wait, wait. Why was the doctor's voice not? Lower
0: than normal. Yeah, (laughs) everything should be should be fucked in that instance. He also earlier said that he was like drawing a map or something in two seconds, but if his body can't move, how is he doing that?
1: Yeah, doesn't make make fucking sense. Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Don't question it. (laughs) It wasn't just
0: the squealing subway train that
1: was three octaves lower than normal. All sound was slowed to the point of near inaudibility. It, maybe the uh, the effects it, of it were getting it, worse. It gets... Yeah, 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 yeah. that, that, that works, that works. That's the head cannon. Um Voices were gone, shifted below the threshold frequency of my hearing. I did manage to hear a screaming baby on my subway car. Her shrieks slowed to sound like whale songs. Sharp sounds like a car horns, and trucks bouncing over potholes were low, muddied roars like distant thunder. Back at the research offices, I could still hear and communicate with the research staff, but now verbal communication with anyone would be impossible. The effects of the drug were still intensifying. Okay, so we we were right. Yeah, yeah. I spent what seemed like days on that fucking red line train, days listening to the whale song of the screaming baby and the tuba solo of the brakes. Where ordinary voices were frequency shifted out of my audio range, smells didn't seem to be affected. I never became those blind to the body odour, the stench of the train's brakes. The stench of the train's brakes? The me- interesting. The melange of farts and other smells wafting through the metro car. I finally got back to my apartment. Sprinting through my open door and into the front hall at full speed was like a slow, relaxing drift down a lazy river. I was relieved to be home. At least I had stuff I could do there. I picked up the book I was reading, 100 Years of Solitude, and finished it. Despite turning the pages so quickly that I tore many of them off, it seemed like most of the time I spent finishing the book was spent on page turning and not actually reading. Three minutes had passed since I got home. That sentence doesn't even make any sense. What do you mean? As in, they tore them so quickly, that it seemed like most of the time I spent finishing the book was spent on page turning and not actually reading. What does that even mean? He's
0: saying, he's saying, right, so... <coughs> he, because his brain's going so quick, like, he's spending... because And it takes so long to turn every page in his brain yeah. that he's spending more time turning the page than he is reading. But the reason he's tearing them out so quick, which is, like, weird wording, because he's supposed to be moving slowly, it's because he actually is moving quicker. Oh, it's because he, yeah, okay, yeah, in, in real time, he's moving quicker. Yeah, yeah, because his brain is so quick, like, even though he feels he's moving slow, he's still moving way faster than Okay, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Reasonably moved, yeah. I tried surfing the internet. My god,
1: it takes a long time for computers to boot these days. But it was too frustratingly slow. Hours, seemingly, to load each new page, and a fraction of a second to read it hundred articles in my newsfeed read, and just three more minutes done. I dipped into my pile of yet-to-be-read books and finished two more. Four more minutes had passed. I decided to try and sleep off the remaining effects of the drug. Unfortunately, whatever part of my mind is responsible for perception, the part that's been accelerated to hyper-speed by the drug, isn't the same as the part that governs sleep. Despite being awake for what I perceived as days, my physical brain still thought it was 1:25 p.m. It was not ready for sleep. Nevertheless, I tried to sleep. I walked to my bedroom. I walked to my bedroom. A slow 45-minute drift through my apartment, and flung myself into bed, lazily falling like a feather onto the mattress. I closed my eyes and lay there for hours and hours, 10 minutes of reality time, before giving up. Sleep would not come. I was facing what was going to feel like days, or maybe even weeks of being trapped in a slow-motion prison. So I took an Ambien. The sensation of the pill and the splash of water I used to swallow it sliding my throat was sickening. A lump that blocked my breathing, moving like a slug down my oesophagus. I read a book, 10 minutes had passed, I read another, 18 minutes since I took the Ambien. I threw the book across the room in disgust at my situation. The book slowly pirouetted and spun through the air, like a leaf blowing in a breeze. It hit the wall with a long, faint rumble, the only sound I had heard for what seemed like hours, then drifted to the floor like a flip-flop sinking in a swimming pool. The force of gravity hadn't changed since I took the pill. The laws of physics were the same. It was just my perception of time that had gone wackadoo. This meant I could use the speed... This meant I could use the speed things seemed to fall as a way of judging the effects of the drug. Based on how long it took the book to drift to the floor, I estimated the effects of the drug were still intensifying. I read a magazine. I turned on the television. I clearly saw each frame of video like I was watching a slideshow. Frustrated, I turned the television off. I read some more. The first two books of Churchill's A History of the English-Speaking Peoples, not exactly a light read. Frankly, I hated it, but given the hours of tedium it would take to go get another book off my bookshelf, just sitting on the couch and reading Churchill was better, or at least less worse. It had now been 35 minutes since I took the amb- It had now been 35 minutes since I took the Ambien. I laid down on the couch and closed my eyes. Time passed. I inhaled. Hours-long proce- Hours-long process. Time passed. I exhaled for more hours. Sleep would not come. I needed a new plan. I decided to go back to the offices where they gave me the drug. Maybe they would have something that would counteract its effects, or at least something to knock me out until it wore off. (coughs) I exited my apartment as fast as possible, taking hours in my time frame to do so. I didn't even bother locking the door. It would have taken too long. Down the stairs, it's faster than the elevator if you run, through the lobby, and out the front door onto the street. These few things felt like a long day at the office. Sprinting down the street, dancing and weaving between pedestrians with what must have looked to them superhuman dexterity, down the first flight of stairs at the metro, across the landing, another hour, then onto the second flight of stairs. That's when the Ambien hit me. The Ambien didn't make me sleepy, not at all. Instead, it must have had a severe cross-reaction with the experimental drug I took this morning, I was bounding down the second flight of stairs, moving in slow motion, but still making perceptible progress. Then wham, everything stopped. The dull roar of the street and metro noise ceased, replaced by the most perfect silence I've ever experienced. My downwards motion seemed to completely freeze. Before the ambient kicked in, my perception of time was maybe a few hundred times slower than real time. After the ambient took effect, Time moved thousands of times slower. Every second seemed like days to me. Even just moving my eyes to focus on a new point was like an impossibly slow scroll across my visual field. Over the course of the afternoon, I learned how to walk, run, and jump when my mind ran hundreds of times faster than my body. But with another four or five orders of magnitude of slowdown caused by the ambient, body control was almost impossible. I fell on the stairs. Even though I was all but frozen in mid-step, controlling my muscles was impossible. I commanded my foot forwards for hours, then backwards for hours more, when it seemed like I would miss the next step. Hours attempting to adjust the angle of my ankle, then readjusting when it felt wrong. Despite these efforts, I rolled my ankle on the next step. The pain wasn't at all mitigated by the slowness. Hours of increasing strain on my bent ankle, The nerve signals that send pain into my brain must work differently than the nerves in my ear. Sonic energy was spread out over time, diluted until it was imperceptible. Pain flowed into my brain undiluted by the change in my perception of time. Hours and hours of increased weight on my turned ankle turned into hours of increasing pain upon increasing pain. I was pitched forwards, my high-speed mind uh, completely unable to control my low-speed body. I drifted downwards for days, Managing to rotate my torso enough to keep my head from impacting the ground first. I eventually landed on my right shoulder. At first, the impact wasn't even noticeable. Then I felt a slight pressure in my shoulder as it came in contact with the ground. The pressure grew, bringing increasing pain for hour upon hour. My shoulder finally gave out, Popping out of its socket with an endless, sickening tug. I came to a stop days later crumpled onto the ground, staring at the ceiling. The pain in my shoulder still screaming with the intensity of a fresh violent injury. I had plenty of time to think during that fall. If every second seemed like days to me, then each minute of real-world time would be like years. Even if the drug cleared out of my system in the next two or three hours, this nightmare would seem to last centuries. By the time I hit the ground, I had a plan. I would somehow get to the platform and throw myself in front of the train. I twisted onto my hands and knees, days of my dislocated shoulder crying for relief. I misjudged my rotation and rolled onto my back. I tried again, collapsing onto my face as I tried to figure out how to control a body that moved slower than grass grew. Weeks of effort were finally rewarded with success. I stabilized on my hands and knees. If just getting on all fours was this difficult, I figured that walking or running was completely out of the question. So I crawled. I crawled through the metro tunnel, the dumb looks on the faces in the crowd lingered on me for weeks. I crawled under the turnstile and onto the escalator. The escalator spilled the rush hour crowd onto the platform at the same speed a glacier spills ice into the sea. I looked out over the crowded platform during my interminable downward ride. The train state sign said so the next train wouldn't arrive for 20 minutes. 20 minutes was like a year to me. I'd have to spend a year on the metro platform, waiting to die. I crawled off the escalator, crazy. enduring days of stupid expressions on the commuter's faces. I crawled a few feet to a concrete bench and curled up next to it, trying to find a position to lessen the pain in my shoulder. Then my problem got worse. Then my problem with time got worse. Impossibly worse. The massive slowdown on the stairs was just, be- was just the beginning of the interaction between the experimental drug and the ambient. It fully hit me while I was curled up by the bench. I blinked. Years of darkness followed. Sound was already gone, and with my blink, sight was gone as well. All that existed from the pain was, all that existed was the pain from my fall. My hyper-accelerated mind wasted no time to compensate the lack. My hyper-accelerated mind wasted no time compensating for the lack of sensory input. Voices spoke to me. They sung to me in languages that never existed. Patterns and faces and colors came and went in my mind's eye. I recalled my whole life, and imagined living another. I forgot English, I settled into a profound despair. I spoke to God. I became God. I imagined a new universe and brought it all to life with my thoughts. Then I did it all again, and again. My eyes opened with geologic slowness, a faint glow. Weeks, a slit of light. Weeks, a narrow view of the metro platform, ankles of the commuters near me, and an advertisement on the opposite wall. I extracted my phone from my pocket, a project that spanned decades. How can I even explain the boredom? The pain in my shoulder is nothing compared to the boredom. Every thought I can think, I have thought hundreds of times already. The view of anchors and advertisements never changes, never. The boredom is so intense it's tangible, like a solid object of metal and stone wedged into my skull, inescapable. What are my options? If I crawl and fall onto the tracks without an oncoming train to crush me, I won't die. I'll experience even more pain from the four-foot fall, but I'll most likely be rescued by some do-gooder on the platform and unable to act when the train finally does arrive. My suffering in that scenario will be endless. So I will wait for the train, so I can throw myself under it, When it finally hits me, I will experience the pain of being ripped to pieces for centuries until finally, the light of life leaves my brain, and my experience ends. I have lived hundreds of lifespans at the foot of this bench, I am far older in spirit than any human who has ever lived. Most of my life experience has been a snapshot of pain, huddled on the floor of a subway platform, with an unchanging view of ankles and advertisements. This This post is my plan B. My hail mary, my long shot. I've spent lifetimes typing and posting this message in the hope that someone will read it and become convinced that my suffering must end. Someone on this platform right now, someone who will find the man curled under the bench, the man who crawled down the escalator and kill him as swiftly as possible, a bullet to the temple. If you're armed at Glenmont Metro, please shoot me.
2: Woo!
0: That's fucking good. It is that mental is good.
1: shit. It's fucking mental.
0: That is like <coughs> the kind of creepy pasta that should be like turned into a fucking movie <laughs> for real. Like that shit's absolutely genuinely insane. great. Like genuinely very good. Like
1: it's not just like a monster or anything or like a ghost. Like it's this horrible, like existential, existential crisis.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's fucking fantastic. That's genuinely very good. It was very good. I, I like yeah. that. Well written too. <laughs> yeah, for just sure. like, Yeah
1: yeah that was a good one good thing to end on I think yeah that
0: was good that was a great horror story it was busted um, I will leave all the links to everything we've read this episode in the description as well of Course, YouTube, yeah. if anybody wants to have a little look 100% but, um, yeah that's it for the Halloween special of the Horsey and Fox podcast. Yep. Um, really hope that everybody enjoyed and had a good time with this. Super, it's like long episode too. Yeah, longer it's been really usual. long. True. So, way
1: longer than usual.
0: Yeah, bloody so, yeah. So, um, there you go. There's that. We'll be back soon though. I think next episode we'll do, we said we were going to do Spider-Man spoiler cast. Yeah. So we Will be done I'll by be, then? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be finished with the game by then. I'm, I'm like okay. about two thirds of the way through. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay, that's cool. So next episode... We'll be sitting down to chat Spider-Man 2, um, which will be fun. That'll Put be super to it. fun, yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be good. And, um, yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. So, good stuff. it a good time. Wonderful. I've had a good this time good. today. a good episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we did this. This was good. I look forward to whatever we do for the <coughs> special. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Even though I have no clue what the plan will be. But we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure that'll it out. Yeah. Um, good stuff. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much. We love you. Have a good Halloween. And, yep, for uh, sure. we'll see you all soon don't get Have a good one everybody
1: spooky Ooh.
2: oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> and don't be killed by the ghost that's living in your house yeah
1: true don't don't be doing that and if you hear running Boom. up the stairs in the night <laughs> you probably got you probably, your house probably broke into all right it's not yeah you spray yeah this is probably not a
0: ghost just get make sure you sleep with a weapon or something um you'll <laughs> oh, be right. yep. all right yeah all right Love everybody. We'll see you soon. Catch you later. Take care, guys.
1: Bye-bye. See you later. Bye.